0: modes. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech.
1: Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time
0: off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California
2: is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Hi, hi, hi. Hey, hey, hey. Hi, hi, hi. Hi, Joel. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Hello, Zach. Hi, everybody. Oh, holy cow. Hello, listeners. I hi am listeners. your spiritual guru hi,
3: today. Cold my and rainy. Name you know, like... is Sven. Wait, what? <laughs> yes, it is. It's it cold, is cold and, rainy. and raining.
0: Yeah, We're not supposed to have this weather. It's wrong. What's going on?
3: <laughs> it's amazing. Oh my god! You
0: know what? Um, Mammoth is just getting stomped on. Uh, our two local ski mountains, Big Bear and Mammoth, are 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 covered with with fresh powder. That's Ooh. nice.
1: Like cocaine. <laughs>
0: um, yes. Much is it powder? Like- much <laughs> like cocaine covered in they, beautiful beautiful i always
1: stuff. hear in the rap songs that they they talk about skiing is that what they mean the powder the cocaine the ski yes they do yes
0: really do rappers do coke yes are you kidding me i just I thought think, they smoke blunts and stuff. i think
1: my wife and myself There's are the wife. only people in america that don't do coke in the world that don't
3: do what now Joel? Oh, no. do you do coke that's not true what? no Joel. do you worst do coke drug. it's the Work. worst drug
1: have you ever done it
3: what I have, but I. I have like never, it. never in my life.
1: <laughs> You're not missing anything. It's I know. Really you terrible. know why? Because if I did, I'd be hooked. I have a very addictive personality, and I know mm. this. So things that I try to stay away from are things like booze, because once I get on a binge, it's crazy. Crack cocaine. Uh, and, and other forms of cocaine. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, I don't want to try them. I don't ever want to try them because of my addictive personality. I'm hooked on weed so bad right now, I'm trying to figure a way off the shit. Oh, yeah, I, I thought sweats. you were trying to
0: get off the weed. You were. Uh, I am were...
1: trying. I'm still working on it. I just like it so much. But also, it's freaking, you know, it's, fuck what they say. It. The truth is, it is
0: very addictive. Yeah, I agree with you. I, you're not the only pothead addict I know. I know a couple. Well, you don't have to call me a fucking addict, man. That hurts a little bit. Well, little I'm bit. just saying that I love ganja as well, but uh, people saying that it's not addictive is, I always thought a bit silly. Yeah, that is very silly. It's, not, feel, prob- it's not, yeah. not physically addictive, but it's right. definitely mentally addictive. Right. Absolutely. Just the, It's
1: like that oral fixation, the mm-hmm. feeling of putting cigarettes to your mouth and all of that stuff, because you can eat marijuana, you could totally eat it, but there's nothing like smoking
0: it. It's also, the pandemic is a little like, ugh, I'm so bored, you know?
1: It's well, so long, too, man.
0: The pandemic? <laughs> oh pandemic my God. is so long. <laughs> Jeez. Do you find when you're watching, like, TV shows and movies and people are all hanging out in, like, a bar or doing, like, things we can't do anymore that you're like, oh, that looks so fun? <laughs> well, just look at Australia. <laughs> They're having a blast over there. Really? Yeah.
1: They got, like... They've got like under a thousand cases of COVID, something like 200 and something cases of COVID over there. Oh, yeah. They're doing great. They're doing great. And they're probably still on lockdown. They're still taking it very seriously. You know what seriously. You know what I mean? They're still yeah. taking it very seriously. They're like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go outside. There's a possibility. They probably still have masks on and everything. Right. I don't know. I'm speaking out of turn. Hey, if you're wanna, from Australia, let me know.
0: I want to thank everyone um, for all the love I got um, because my, my big announcement came out that Yay, I'm going to be Cheaper uh, by the Dozen.
1: Woo. So you everyone, guys are swirling in this, huh? Welcome to the swirl, baby. I know. Welcome I was laughing to, to
0: myself. Swirl. I was laughing to myself as I was dialing into this. I was like, I'm kind of playing Donald. Like, I'm in an interracial relationship. I'm in a racial relationship with 12 kids. <laughs> Kenya Barris wrote the script, and it's really, really good. And um, I'm just so stoked. So thank you all for the for the love you gave me. Um, I, hey. I, I saw lots of your comments, and a lot of people were like, oh, is that the thing that you guys beeped and when, when you were talking about it? And yes, that is indeed the thing. And I'm really, 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 really excited. It's really and cool,
1: man. It's so
0: awesome, dude. Thank you. I'm really is, stoked. Is it
1: just you two right now that have been cast?
0: All the kids have been cast. Okay. Um, because it's such a process to cast 12 children as you can imagine, and they're of different races and they're of uh, you know one of them is handicapped uh, in a wheelchair and they wanted to have an actual uh, girl in a wheelchair and so it, it, and of so many different types of children, of course. And so to do that they had to do a huge search across the country and um, and the director's been doing it the entire, time we've been in lockdown she's been doing it over over video over the web i have a question yeah
1: why is it cheaper by the dozen i don't think a dozen would be expensive i <laughs> thought it would be cheaper i mean i guess if you round it out we're gonna you're gonna pay less by like a little bit by the dozen
0: no i but think if the expression re- is when you
1: buy things um but i know i get it i get it the dozen but why is it always cheaper that way I think, the baker's, I think the baker's dozen is cheaper than the dozen, though. Right? Isn't the baker's dozen cheaper much than the dozen? How much weed
0: did you have? It's only 1
1: o'clock. I smoked so much weed today. Wow. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who we got on the show? Who's on the show today?
0: <laughs> we have uh, Sarah Chalk today on the show, and that's very exciting because everybody loves Sarah Chalk. And we also have GT from GT's Kombucha because Joelle... Uh, we wanted to figure out a way to better explain to people. We're always hyping up GT's kombucha, mm-hmm. and Donald and I genuinely love it, but we don't really necessarily explain it that well. So we thought we would have GT on to explain. First of all, he's an really interesting guy who, who who made this ginormous company and, and is, is a huge success. So he's got a great story behind it, too. It's kind I, of an interesting, know. yeah, um, just American businessman story, but also um, – uh, he can explain kombucha better than better than weekend. Is he is he here, guys? He is here. Let's invite him in, huh, Donald? Yeah, absolutely. GT there he the
4: is house. there.
0: He is. Oh my ladies god, ladies and
1: gentlemen, give it up for GT of GT's <laughs> kombucha.
0: Dude, you're so young. It really is like I forgot how young you are, and you've made this ginormous company. I'm just taking in your. Your long, your young, beautiful face. He's not young. Aww. He's
1: really seventy-five. It's the kombucha
0: that makes him look young. That would be a funny thing if that were true. I'm just going to tell everyone that he's really seventy-five years old, but he's young and handsome-looking.
5: Yeah, <laughs> and I bathe in kombucha, and that's the secret to my vitality. I don't know. Just rub it on your
0: face or something, man. You look yeah. great.
5: Thank you. Well, well, listen, so great to see you guys. It's Thank so great to see you. We,
0: we, this is by the way, this is Joelle and Daniel. Hi. Hey, how are Pleasure you? to
6: meet you. We very wanted nice to have you on you. man
0: because we're always talking about how much we love uh your product and I think that Donald and I other than saying the obvious things, it tastes awesome and we know it's good for our gut. We um we kind of fall short and we've we've spoken to you about it. So we thought you could help explain to our listeners first and foremost, you know, in very simple terms because you know, you can get technical about like gut health and everything, but just like they have this thing on Reddit called explain it like I'm 5. So yeah, I was thinking yeah. you could explain it like we're all five. Why, why is kombucha so good for our, for our health?
5: Kombucha is good for your health because, again, as we all know, our stomachs really are the source of our nutrition and our vitality. But over the course of our lives, they become compromised. and We're not really digesting completely the foods that we eat. Therefore, we're not getting the, the nourishment. So that's number one. So kombucha kind of helps restore that balance to allow your digestion to fully function and do everything it's intended to do. In addition to that, I mean, we're learning more and more that our stomachs do more than digest food. They are in many ways kind of the, the second brain and they're the center of many things, whether it's our moods, our energy levels, um, things that we crave, things of that nature. And of course, ultimately they go hand in hand with our immune system. So, I mean, to sum it all up that the, the, the gut and the stomach and the digestion is really the center of our wellness. And so nothing else will get better until we take care of our digestion. And and
0: okay, so here's my question: Why does it taste so damn good? I mean, right. how do you do that? How do you do that? You start, because I've you, had, other, you, had other, I have had other ones, other brands, and they don't taste as good. And are you the are you the biggest brand in in, in, in the, the USA?
5: We're the actually the biggest brand in the world.
0: Wow! Yeah, yeah buddy. Yeah. Look at yeah. you. And how old are you? Well, you don't have to tell me. But you look like you're 30 years old. And well, I can, could, I'm happy
5: to tell you, I'm 43. Well, you Are you like, really? You look 29 yeah. and Are you uh, really 43? <laughs> yeah. Nin- 1977 baby. Jeez so boys, wait, wait, wait. Go back because what? Donald
0: and what? I are, are Donald and I are proud of you.
1: You just are give the us... first. You are the first person that I can say. Well, you can't say it's not just black that don't crack, <laughs> but, dude. You got that Paul Rudd in you. What are y'all doing? You're it's sucking the, the, the blood. Kombucha. It's the GT's kombucha. That's I, right. That's what I, it wait, is.
0: Wait. So wait, Dave. Tell us um, about how. Will you tell us the short version? Because you know. Um, I, I've heard the long version, and it's fucking extraordinary, but it's probably too long for this podcast. But will you give everyone just the bullet points of how you made this company? Because I just think you're also just an inspirational story of of creating this thing by yourself and you're the biggest kombucha company in the world. That's pretty cool,
5: well, first of all, thank you for saying that. And so, I mean, again, my company kind of started as just this personal passion and almost this happy accident. Um you know, I was raised a vegetarian, so I was raised with the Importance and understanding of how food can be your medicine as well as your poison Um, And my parents incorporate a lot of unique foods into the household So in addition to kombucha it was noni chia seed aloe vera juice wheatgrass things of that nature and so kombucha came into the household when I was starting to become a teenager and my parents were making it and drinking it and They became fanatic about their consumption to the point where they were drinking multiple glasses a day giving it to every friend and family member that walked into the household Um, But it wasn't until kombucha helped my mom with her breast cancer, which was about two years later. And that was kind of the moment that we truly understood that not only can food be your medicine, but it can actually help your body heal itself. And so I was now around the age of 15. So my mother was my best friend and is my everything. And so the fact that her health was on the line and then this pungent tasting tea called kombucha had helped her Mm -hmm. is really what became the catalyst for me to have this desire to share it with the world. Again, I was too young to be an entrepreneur or a businessman or anything, you know, of that nature. And so I really was just leading from the heart, as I loved kombucha, wanted to share it, and so I did. And there, and I went about it in many ways, with just um again a personal passion and just almost like a hobby that I was happy if just one person liked it.
3: Mm. Right. Well, they so say, were do you, you like you love the lemonade?
4: The were
1: you like the lemonade stand, but it was kombucha? Was that yeah. was that how you really exactly? Out yeah. of the, I was out like of the this trunk?
5: young, yeah. I was like this young little guy uh, sampling at Air One, which was my first store. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. Of course, Air One's like this phenomenon lately in Los Angeles. Like, yeah. If you don't live Air in One.
0: L.A., uh, Air One is like uh, an even healthier, more beautiful Whole Foods, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's pretty That's amazing. Exactly it. It's it's a pretty amazing market, and and um and you're really represented there well because. G, you guys always send me and Donald flavors, and I went into to Air One, and it was like, where are all? How come we haven't had all of these? There's so, <laughs> yeah, how many yeah. different flavors
5: do you have now? Oh my God, we have over thirty. And you're right, Air One and stores like Air One, you walk in and it's like this oasis of kombucha. You have like every single flavor, every single every kind of size you could your heart could desire, mm. um, and, and that's why naturally I started at Air One. And so yeah, I mean, I was sampling, and I was really just like. as you said, almost like this kombucha stand within the store. And I would be there or my mother would be there virtually every weekend. And we would just sample, 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 talk about it. And so your point earlier is, to be honest, kombucha back then at least wasn't something that people really gravitated to purely from a a flavor standpoint, because back then we were programmed differently, or at least our palate was, where it was Snapple, it was 7-Up, Coke, Pepsi, Gatorade. I mean, those were really the iconic brands especially in the beverage space
0: back it's then. amazing how much sugar we were drinking you know like and and not like natural sugar like bullshit sugar i mean i was yeah. a big snap. i would drink peach snapples when i was like in high school and yeah like so- it was
1: going out of style dude. oh my god yeah.
0: and 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 of course regular coke when we were kids my, my dad would get the two liter bottle of regular coke and uh, you look back and go just just man we were just pounding processed sugar
5: Oh my God, you're so right. I mean, the two things that Snapple did brilliantly is made from the best stuff on earth, which is like the world's biggest scam. And yeah. then the second one was the high fructose <laughs> corn syrup. That I remember, me and my friends were like, "Look, it's it's corn, so it's a vegetable, and it's fructose, right. and that's found in fruit. Like, we're good. This is actually right. good this free. is gonna work." <laughs> and then we all got diabetes. So, uh, <laughs> no, it's just
0: amazing how how much sugar for no reason we were all just pounding.
5: Yeah, it's true. So, I mean, that's a great thing. And so that's why, to your point, now kombucha is really more of a popular thing, is as I think our palates and the consumer's behavior has evolved, kombucha is a perfect opportunity to participate in that new, new kind of palate, um, which is why you're seeing more sour foods, uh, more sour drinks. You're seeing things that have more of an alternative flavor versus like the, just the highly salty or highly sugary stuff that we used to drink, you know, a decade ago.
0: I like it because for me it tastes so different from everything else that it feels like an afternoon treat. Like it's something I I can look forward to having because it's not – it's just – I've said this to you before um, and I've said it to the audience before. that It almost feels like you're having a cocktail. I mean there's no – booze in it, or there's a microscopic amount of booze in it, but you yeah. But you feel like, it's the feeling you have, like, oh, cool, day's over, I'm going to have a beer, but this you can have, like, at, at one, it's like, oh, cool, after lunch, I'm going to have a, I'm going to treat myself to a kombucha, you know what I mean? It has that it, feeling to me.
1: It, it definitely feels like sometimes, it also sometimes feels like a substitute, instead of a beer, you can reach for a kombucha, and you feel, and you also, you know that when you're drinking it, you're filling your, filling your body with probiotics, which is crazy. To really think about, like, when I think probiotics, I'm thinking I'm going to hold my nose, I'm going to get it down as quick as possible. But with this, it's just like, I feel like, I, you know, I feel like I'm having my evening beverage, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also getting, um, I'm, I'm also helps. giving my, I'm also giving my body the nutrition it needs. And that's yeah. always yeah. a great feeling.
5: Yeah. And that's exactly what we hear actually from our fans is that a lot of people say, you know what, when I drink your kombucha, it feels like a reward it feels like a treat it feels like mm. i'm rewarding myself for something great and so but it's completely guilt-free and guiltless so it's almost like i mean there's a lot of analogies that i could use you know working out's one of them but it doesn't sound like a silly one but almost like dancing dancing something that you have fun when you're doing but it's also a great workout so kombucha is kind of like that where you enjoy it and it's experiential in that respect but it's actually also helping your body
0: i feel yeah. that about peloton Um, Donald and I, Donald and I have both been spinning and it's like fun. I mean, I mean, granted it sucks sometimes and you, and you're cursing at the sky, but, but you're still like, it's definitely the most fun form spinning and, or, or, or cycling, I should say, if you don't have a bike is the most, is really fun to me.
5: Um, How do you feel
1: about, how do you feel about celebration with kombucha with GTs? Like, you know, like I, I
0: once put tequila yeah, we wanted to ask you because this has come up. Uh, I'm, Donald and I were like, are we, allowed to, we know he's a health nut. Are we allowed to ask him about putting booze in it? Because I want to know what your thoughts as a company are on this. Because I have friends, not just Donald's, who love to mix it with a little something. something and I want to know what you thought about that.
5: Well, actually, I'm all for it. Because first of all, as we know, you know, until recently, mixers were just kind of loaded with sugar and loaded with preservatives and had really no nutritional value. So kombucha is a great replacement for those just on that alone. But then when you factor in that, yes, you could argue mixing alcohol with something healthy is somewhat counterintuitive. But in reality, you're actually reducing the negative impact of the alcohol. Because a lot of people say that not only do they get a kind of a clearer buzz when they mix their alcohol with kombucha, but nine out of 10 times, if not 10 out of 10 times, they don't get a hangover the next That's day. What That's what Radin was says. That's Josh what Radin is saying. That's what I told you. Did Josh, yeah, Josh Radin, Radin, Radin told me
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> See? Our, our buddy Josh yeah. Radin, He. we went over to his house. Donald, were you there? We must have been together. We I wasn't over, there. I wasn't oh, there. I must have. I don't know how you told, but we went over to his house and he's like, my new thing. At your house, dude. At your house. Oh, at my house. He brought it over to my house. But I first did it. Uh, his, he's like, my new thing. I figured it out. You mix any of the GT's kombucha flavors with tequila, no hangover. <laughs> and We were like, "What?" And, but that's like his whole jam. That's that's his
5: drink of choice. No, no it's so true. And, and he's a bachelor.
0: All. He's a bachelor. So you go over his house, and the only thing in the fridge is uh, like an array of GT's kombucha flavors and tequila. <laughs> <laughs> <That's awesome>. <laughs> <laughs> he knows how to live. No, it's funny. I I, I was like, ner- I said it. I was like, I was nervous to ask him. Like, I know he's super healthy. Like, are we allowed to mix booze with booze?
5: No, no, listen, I, you know, I'm going to share with you my philosophy. First of all, you should never demonize anything, right? Like, so whether it's alcohol, whether it's even sweets or things of that nature, like we should allow our bodies to eat whatever we want them to eat, but in moderation, because if I think an extreme of anything is unhealthy. And so, yeah, go ahead, mix your kombucha with alcohol. I mean, again, at least it's a better choice and a better option.
0: Right. And um and and how are you like you must be so successful like are you are you wearing gold shoes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is your mom uh, proud of you? Is your mom proud of you yeah. after all of this?
5: Yeah. Yeah, my mom is very proud of me. But you know what? I really owe it to her. It's her story, her experience, her love, her light, her, you know, spirituality that helped me do what I do and navigate it through 25 years, because I have to be honest, you know, when starting kombucha 25 years ago, was not easy. I mean, I can't tell you how many times people would spit it up in my face or say no way, no, how will this ever be sold in my store? It tastes weird, looks weird, smells weird. But it was really having the support of my mother constantly telling me that you're doing a good thing. You know, it's lonely at the top, but at least it's not crowded. But the reason why it's lonely at the top is it's a long, slow path to success. And, you know, imagine being a teenager, not having any friends, not doing the participating in the things that your teenage friends do and feeling completely alone. You really it's almost like what I've always said before is it's a lot like being, um, you know, a teenage mom where you're just kind of pushed into this adulthood and you really have to commit to this living thing. And in many ways, you have to sacrifice. And so, yeah, so it's been great. And I don't take it for granted. And every day. Is a blessing in my mind, and the success that I've been able to experience is something I've never, ever, ever dreamed of.
0: Um, is That's there a GTS amazing. kombucha jet, and can Donald and I ride on? Wait,
1: it? hold let's on. Let's love. let's just talk about this. Twenty-five years ago, you started the company, right? Yes. And now we're 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 coming up on World Kombucha Day. Is this really happening?
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. What is yeah. World Kombucha Day? We wanted to ask you what that what that is because we we want to participate.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for asking. So World Kombucha Day is something that we debuted a year ago Um, because kombucha was first consumed in 221 B.C., which is a long, long, long time ago, way before even I started drinking it. Um, So we decided to have World Kombucha Day on February 21st. So 221, just like 221 B.C. And kind of the, the philosophy behind World Kombucha Day is to really share with the world, people who are relatively new to kombucha, its history. Because I think a lot of times, especially in this country, We sometimes overlook history and and legacy and lineage when we just focus on the popularity of something right here, right now. And we kind of forget about its soul, forget about its, you know, its humble beginnings and its origin. So World Kombucha Day is really intended to shine a bright light on that. Talk about its history, its tradition of being consumed, the ritual of making it. And the most importantly, what makes kombucha special, which it's as a nature crafted Elixir, if you will, that's mm. rich with so many good things that can make us healthy and happy no matter who you are, or where you live.
0: Um, so two two twenty-one, because of two twenty-one BC, two twenty-one is World Kombucha Day. Yes. We'll be celebrating it. Yeah, we will. Good. All yeah. of our and fake doctors, mix, mix real friends. Be
5: cheering. Right. Yeah, <laughs> fake
0: doctors, real friends. We got
1: a date, y'all. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> Dave, thank you so much for coming on. We we really appreciate you. And um, you know, it's it's no bullshit because Donald and I always say when we have to have advertisers on the show we would so rather it be something we genuinely love um we try and edit out things that we don't really believe in or or, or use and well you'd uh, be and,
1: surprised at what comes at us and it's like uh-uh, yeah
0: come on man i'm gonna say one thing we've also said no to is things that we feel are unhealthy for people um we, yeah. we like to we like to promote healthy things and so um so we're super stoked that that you support the show and uh and we really appreciate you and I'd also no.
1: feel like I'd also kind of feel like a, a jerk if you know, I, you know, we have some. It's such a it's such a healthy product and so good for everyone. I'd feel bad if then right after that
0: I was <laughs> like, go eat at McDonald's.
5: <laughs> By
0: the way, I've been watching Very that. Sure. Jo- I was I was watching um, that um, Jordan documentary about the the Bulls, uh, the Last Dance which yeah, I'm finally man. watching and it's so good. It's so but it's good. so shameless how these athletes who are in like the best shape anyone's in are like be like sometimes I feel like he is me and they're drinking Gatorade and eating <laughs> cheeseburgers. It's like it's, it's like I know get that money Mike but come on <laughs> Yeah, well, you gotta yeah.
1: remember back in the eighties, man, I remember watching tennis players drink Coca Cola on the on the sidelines and smoke cigarettes during breaks, man. I this know, is but real. when you
0: see those ads cause they show the ads of like Michael Jordan happily eating like a gross McDonald's cheeseburger, <laughs> it's like <laughs> Yeah.
5: yeah. No, Get that money. Yeah, Get that and money, listen, Mike. I'm, I'm I'm grateful to you guys as well because I mean we rarely do advertise, and, and the reason why is we we genuinely seek that authentic kind of connectivity that yeah. you guys have shared for us. So from the bottom of my heart, I'm also very grateful.
0: Well, oh, thank you, man. Thank you, and you're thank an inspiration. You so Last question, just because I'm sure there's a lot of um, entrepreneurs or or young entrepreneurs who dream of having a success like you've had. what what do you say to people who are just starting out and they're looking up at the giant mountain of trying to create a a business or a product? Like, do do you have any words of wisdom for them?
5: Oh, absolutely. And I I share this with anyone who ever reaches out to me for business advice. I always say, first and foremost, um, follow your heart and do what you love, but most importantly do what makes the world a better place. Because I think sincerely gone are the days where we just, create businesses and products for selfish reasons. I think you know even 2020 has told us we all need to work together to not only heal the planet, but also heal each other's lives. And so I believe that if you follow those tips, if you will, that only good things will come your way and people will genuinely genuinely resonate with what you're trying to offer.
0: That's what we do. We're just offering laughs and giggles.
5: Exactly. Making people happy. And that's all we really want, right? Happiness and love.
0: Yes, that's, that, that's absolutely and health, that's all we want and health and health, yeah health, and health, happiness exactly. and love, the pursuit of happiness. It's in our constitution, dude. It is.
1: That's crazy that they said the pursuit. I know it's in that movie and everything. The movie. Wait, pursuit is that of is happiness. that the
0: Constitution or the uh, Declaration of Independence, Danil? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happeni- I'm happiness. I'm calling on you, Danil. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I, I think, think it might be the Declaration of Independence. I think you're right. I think it's the okay, Declaration Okay, we'll check it. That. We'll check it. Joelle, please you're look correct, it up. You're correct. Oh, different. I am right. All right. Yes. Hold on. Sorry, let me guys. ask my wife. She'll know. No, don't you know, ask your wife. life liberty, and the pursuit done. of happiness. Is that the Declaration of the, Independence, back. or is that you the constitution? You already looked it up. Casey doesn't know. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's a hard question to answer. I just want to see 17, if Casey 76 knows. 1776,
1: she said whatever
0: the... She said whatever the fuck now, that is. What's the that, 70s? <laughs> that <be> <laughs> All right, Dave, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate it. Hold on, you. man. I want to say what? bye, too. All right, say bye. Stop talking to your wife. Talk to Dave. <laughs> thank you, man.
1: It's good to see you, man. It's good to see you. You look good, so good, man. Let me ask you a question. You're working out like crazy right now. What, what's going on? Because I am a. we're having conversations on the show. Zach's a younger man than I am. I have reached that age where I can't cheat anymore. If I cheat, guess what happens? It doesn't go away. Oh, it yeah. never, you know what I mean? Like if I have a cheat meal, I'm in deep trouble. No, so I my agree. question is, my question is, are you, what, what, other than the kombucha, what are you doing? This looks so good, man. You're looking,
0: oh. you're looking fit. You're he looking. He probably doesn't get high and eat fried chicken and waffles. Shut up night.
5: already. Well, Sorry. no, actually, I do get high. Uh, oh. I just don't eat fried waffles. <laughs> um, so, okay. I, I mean, I'll lay, I'll break it down for you really simply. First of all, you know, I think being plant based as much as possible is, is huge, right? Mm. But it's not just being plant based; it's making sure that you're eating a diet that's whole and um, or rich in whole foods. So things that aren't in a box, a can, or a bag. Because Mm. chances are those are heavily processed and loaded with stuff that's not good. Um, You know, I don't believe in cheap days, but as I said earlier, I do believe in allowing your body to have a little taste of dessert or a little something, just so you aren't depriving your body of it, but then after a bite or two, you kind of push the plate away. Um, And then most importantly, make sure that you break a sweat every day, Mm. right? That you just do something, whether you swim in your pool if you can, or walk your neighborhood or go to the gym or even do push-ups or yoga in your house. um because a lot like brushing your teeth i think physical fitness is a daily practice and Mm -hmm. when you make it a daily habit you never have to make an excuse of why you need to do it or or why you couldn't do it and so that's what i do i you know i work out every day and in addition to that which goes hand in hand with physical fitness is making sure you get a good night's rest every night so i really allow myself eight hours of sleep no matter what Mm. and that with physical fitness keeps me in shape wow you look great, man. You look amazing. Donald and I
1: want to look you. more no. like you. In I, I, I
5: really do, and I thank you for being
1: on the show, man. Yeah, really, really, no. really appreciate you coming. Thank you on.
5: for having me. I'm honored. All right, thanks for all the love. Thank you. We <laughs> Love it. All right, we'll, we'll be see well, soon. brother. All right, KK take care. God, God bless. On, be well. You're welcome. <laughs> bye. <Bye-bye>. bye You too.
1: <laughs> it's always great to have him on, man. Right? It's always great.
0: We haven't had him on before. What are you talking about?
1: We've had well, had him on Zoom. You know what I mean. Yeah, but we have when
0: we talk to him on zoom and stuff oh my god <laughs> fucking hell you're so stoned right now <laughs> i am blitzed right now you just said it's always great to have him on we haven't had him on before that's how high yeah, donald no, is no
1: wait hold on let me let me try and let me try and save what i salvage yeah I let, me hear, let me hear it <laughs> okay. let me hear it let me hear it it's from the zooms, man. Because we
0: do, we've yes, done. Yes, we've we you and I yes. have privately zoomed him. Yes, that has <laughs> and
1: happened. And
0: that again. I kind of confused. Oh, so you meant to say it's always great to have him on Zoom? <laughs> yes, yeah, it's always great to be around him to talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> no, all bullshit aside, he is the inspiration, man. Because not only is he a super healthy guy, he like created this company when he was a baby, and uh, it, he's the biggest com- biggest kombucha brand in the world.
1: What's crazy is that is that I would never have guessed that he was forty three years old. That's yeah. he doesn't look it. He looks, he looks a great. lot younger than that. A All right. Should we younger. should we go
3: to break and come
0: back with the Sarah Chalk? Uh,
3: sure. All right. Yes.
0: We'll be right back with Sarah Chalk. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know that feeling when you just have something you need to get off your chest? It's like a rain cloud. Microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use real friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech.
4: And we're
0: back! We're back! Uh, Yes, GameStop. You want to talk about GameStop, Donald?
1: Should we talk about what's going on? I don't quite understand. I understand that. I don't understand how the stock is being driven up. Is it? I've read enough,
0: are- and Daniel will probably have a better answer. But I've read enough to let me try. Okay. Or Joelle. Joelle also probably knows a lot. Okay, never mind. Okay. I, my guess is my I often guess which one of you will know more about a given topic, and I'm usually kind of right.
1: You always go Danil. I was going no. to say Joelle is you so go. knowledgeable. No,
0: Joel, I go Joelle. I go for pop culture things because she's a critic and knows a lot about pop culture. Fair. Um, Dan and I go for politics. I think he knows a lot about politics. And well, also... after what his
1: dad did that one time, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's talk um, game Go right. ahead. So let me give my my. I'm gonna give it my, my 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 quickest take on it. Okay, and Daniel will correct me. Sure. Um You can bet that a stock will fail. Because you think that the company is going to crash, so when all these game companies came out with their, with downloading the games and not buying them anymore, it didn't take a genius to be like GameStop is doomed. Everyone was even joking about that, like uh, R.I.P. GameStop, when all those new consoles came out. And so the hedge fund and the stock market folks said, "Oh, we're going to short this," meaning we're going to we're going to bet that it's going to fail. Okay. It's very intricate how it all works, but they're basically like betting- playing the field when you're playing craps. Exactly, exactly. And um, what they didn't expect is that the pe- this group on Reddit called Wall Street Bets, would say we can do what's called a short squeeze if we all ba- band together. Which means if we start buying that, if enough of us start buying GameStop stock it will drive the price up, which is the exact opposite of what all of these people betting against it thought it was going to do. Mm-hmm. And what happens is they have to then, to get out, they have to buy it back. And as they buy it back, it drives the price up again. Yes. So it be- creates this loop of the, the Redditors, the 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 the, um, the people without a, a lot of money who were just sort of independent independent stock purchasers, They, their stock goes crazy and they start making insane money and they're burying these huge hedge fund companies. How long
1: does this last for? How long that I don't know, Daniel?
0: You go. Um, I think
6: so, Zach. That was 100% correct. Thank you, very well put. Um, I didn't understand it at all until I I read about it. I also want to preface that I am not a financial expert and this is not financial advice. Yes, okay. I think an important part. Uh, to add to this conversation is that, and and one of my favorite tweets about this is that this is kind of like Occupy Wall Street, but twice as stupid, but twice as effective. Yeah. So... Because
0: they're giving the finger to to these hedge funds. Precisely.
6: I mean, Occupy Wall Street was an opportunity for people to express their concern with the amount of money that, you know, Wall Street was controlling and how much that was controlling politics. And this was a way for people to make that, like, a headline news story by literally... Destroying these hedge funds one at a time. Now the problem, and the the, and the answer to the question of how long is this going to last, is that companies like Robinhood or the the app Robinhood, who is allowing this kind of trade, or is allowing re- retail investors to trade in such small ways, has all of a sudden stopped allowing trading on things like GameStop, AMC, Nokia, BlackBerry. Wait, I think they're they wait, sta- pa- that, wait, pause there. I, I yeah, read that,
0: that, that they're back on. That they, they're, they're back on.
6: Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. They are back on. Sorry. That's why I apologize. I'm. I'm getting to all that. So okay. they stopped, and that is what is it, basically this whole that's thing was to beat. draw awareness. Yeah. This was to that's draw awareness to the power of Wall Street over politics, over trading, over all of that. Because this is a situation where we're saying the little guy has the opportunity to trade, and rich people are saying, "Wait, wait, wait! wait don't do that." and their control
1: i totally i yeah dude that's what that's where the that's where it gets messed up it's like wait hold on we're just doing what you did i'm lumping myself in with all of these people these gamestop people i have no i have no investment in gamestop just to be clear but let's put it this way
0: i wish i did (laughs) so do i man i wish they would i (laughs) wish i would have been on reddit i'd be selling
1: right now i'd be selling soon but wait, um,
0: that's wait, D- Daniel. So hold on. Let the,
1: me finish. Let me finish. Right, let me finish, right, though. I have a question. The problem, the the the, the, the 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 thing that's crazy is that it's like out of nowhere, all of these people who were working the crap out of this system mm-hmm. are trying to stop the common person Correct. from doing it themselves, Correct. and that's that's and that's wrong. That's that's where the BS comes in. It's like, wait a second, yeah. How can you shut down the site? For one night and or sorry, how can you restrict for one night? Do you know how much money they blew in one night for all of these common people who don't have the opportunity to invest like this? That was like, what is it like millions and billions? They were
0: allowed. They were allowed to sell. I believe they just weren't allowed to buy
6: more. Correct. But but that is illegal. It's a 1936 act about, you know, you're not allowed to stop trading on the open market at any point. You're you you are not allowed. That is against the law. And that's what Robin Hood did effectively was stop trading on the open market.
0: And um, solely because apparently bigger companies called them and said You gotta or, stop or, this, or, we're or, gonna go yes. broke. Or yes. potentially the government, right? Which is which which would be really fucked up.
6: Well, the now that's
1: isn't there an investigation? Is is yeah, an investigation happening. Yeah, the
6: government is stepping in now, and ultimately what this will probably lead to is stricter regulations against retail traders, making it harder for the common man to invest, or a common person rather, to invest into the open trading market, which was the goal of this in the first place, was to draw attention once again to the power that the super wealthy have over what is supposed to be a global stock market. We're talking about billions of dollars in wealth just appearing and disappearing because people were deciding to be like, hey, guys, see what's going on here? The short squeeze that's happening? Boom, GameStop. This is where it's happening right now. And then the government says, whoa, whoa, whoa. You, you, you know, you, I don't want to say pores. You, you know, regular folk. But, but are
3: they saying pores? But that's what, <laughs> what? That's what they're saying.
6: That's it's like, the they're more... saying yeah, you I people, mean, it feels you little like people it. It can't feels participate like it. in this.
3: Yeah, like it feels so,
6: like it. But the? It feels, Dana, like, the, a, it feels the, like
1: a let them eat cake situation, kind yes. of thing. You know what yeah. I mean? What's it feels the exit? Like that.
0: What's the exit though? Where I, where my brain, uh, or at least what I understand about this ends, is how do they? How do? They, how does everyone dismount?
6: So basically. It, the the dism- I mean the dismount is that a bunch of people sell their shares at GameStop. I mean like this does not this is not a long haul where all of a sudden no. GameStop is this huge super profitable company. Well this no is and GameStop cost- and, and, cost- and one cost-
0: of the, the the elephant in the room is that GameStop is not worth three hundred dollars a share. No, it's not. No, not at
6: all. Not at so all. What, just, so what so what happens now? What we hope for is more transparency.
0: On no, I'm saying, how did these people get out? They just sell and and well, and, somebody's yeah, going to be I stuck mean, with that
1: bill. Somebody's going to be
6: bingo. stuck with a stock. Someone's going to get stuck dude. with the bag, and that's the pro- that's the that's the problem. Basically, Wall Street Bets is at the start was meant to be like stupid ass stock calls. Wall Street Bets is not a place to give legitimate financial advice, and despite the fact that during this time it has evolved kind of into that, where it's more about like. Here's how you can help take Wait, down the fund. Explain what Wall
3: Street Bets is for people who may not know.
6: So, Zach was saying it at the beginning, but Wall Street Bets is a that's subreddit. A subreddit. I'm yeah, right. subreddit. And Reddit is a website that's like a content aggregator. There's a lot of smaller, what are called subreddits that are based on different categories. And one of them is called Wall Street Bets, which is basically for meme stocks. It's stock memes, jokes about where people are investing, and dumb shit. But over the past couple of weeks, it has evolved into people like taking it more and more seriously and the issue that it's creating. And I think what should is going to, or not should, but what is going to become the central narrative of this is that regular people are going to lose a shit ton of money because they participated in this meme stock thing, thinking they could make it rich when they're not going to. So you can make it rich
1: if you, you can make it rich if you get out like, before yeah,
6: it crashes, if you get out though. immediately if you're paying right. attention this whole time. But people are seeing this now, like even yesterday, and being like, "Oh shit, I'm gonna put like ten grand in." It's like, Ugh. oh well, now it's it, too late. But yeah, I mean, exactly. can't they,
0: they if they cash out now? Though they can make a lot of money, right? I, I, I
6: even feel bad saying that on the podcast right now because oh, like God. the fact is right. no, the like the right. fact is no. It's like people should not be participating in this at this point. No, There's I don't mean investing very... now, but I mean there are people investing in general. No, I'm saying there are people
1: that yes. are in already that who, are in
6: who, al- who made a million dollars or more yeah. there's a there's a user on reddit uh deep fucking value who was looking at a 22 million dollar come up off of this fuck. so how do you how do you, how do you get
1: that how do you get that money though how do you get that money if nobody's gonna buy this stock now at this point well Where do you uh, got credit well like, how you, the, like what the, the fuck like the, how's the he gonna he- claim this 22 million
6: the hedge funds that own that stock have to pay or, it out God, yeah, and, that's, and that's and that's the fucked they up bet part. It. That's Here's right, the Because up they part. bet it. Instead of those hedge funds dissolving after paying this and going bankrupt and stuff like that, the government is probably going to bail them bail out. them out yep. so to keep the hedge up. funds going. And that is what we need to all be paying attention to. Because that is where we're going to see. This is like one of those mass. We officers. bailed them out
0: last time. It's 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 like that. The, the it's two thousand eight
6: all over again. I know. Yeah. There's a movie about this. You think everybody would be worth paying attention to this, but yet money has so much control over politics. Like all of this stuff still continues to this. By day. the way,
0: if you're so confused and bored uh, about this conversation, I'm sorry, I apologize. No, it's fine. But I want to talk about it, and so did Donald and, and Joelle. But anyway, listen. There's a movie that Adam McKay made called The Big yes. Short. Right. Yes. And the big short sort of explains it in a much better, funnier way. Same hey, Donald, guess. you never counted us in. Do you want to count us in right before Sarah joins us? Five, six, seven, eight. About show we made, about a bunch of dogs and nurses and
4: a janitor who loved the hate. I said, Here's got stories. Never all
6: Sorry, I got very heated about that. This no, is good. Good. That's That's
1: great. it's such a great topic. Like America's changing. America's changing before our eyes, man. Like yeah. literally, we are witnessing, we are witnessing a revolution. Literally, can you, can you imagine
0: so. the, the the guy who who who's who made twenty
6: two million dollars off GameStop? Do you want to, you should see it, you should see a picture of him. It's really funny.
0: He's in his
3: neckbeard. He, uh, he better not do not
0: what quite. rerun did. Remember when rerun <laughs> got those credit cards and he bought the scuba tank? on oh, what's <laughs> happening? It's, it's not like that. But this exactly. guy this guy needs to be careful. Hold on now. Hold on now. Headband Hold on now.
1: 22 really million cute. after taxes. My yeah, man is a... freaking he is banked, dude. Yeah, he, he can buy a couple to...
0: scuba tanks. Yeah,
1: He can I mean, buy just... more than a couple of scuba tanks. Dude.
6: <laughs> Another funny part of this is that like after he made like he does an, a daily update. It's called the uh, GME YOLO update every day about how much money he made. <laughs> Yesterday, he lost 13 million dollars.
1: And it was one day because yeah. he didn't and get out. out.
6: Well, it's not that he. I mean, he's holding because well, we're still trying to fuck over this hedge fund. So the people who everybody's have all my in right now, yeah, they're, everybody's yeah, holding what they're saying, diamond they're hands, saying, as they say, yeah, hold they're, on strong. They're, what they're doing, diamond they're, hands.
1: Are there, Aren't they online? Like, please hold don't sell. Yeah, whatever, don't sell. whatever sell. you do, don't, don't sell. sell. But wait, don't wait. Sell. Can you
0: explain? Last point on this audience. Yeah. I'm sorry if this doesn't interest you, but it's so interesting to me. Why? Why now? Why not sell now? Because. um, it's going to come crashing down. Don't you want to sell and get your money out while you can?
6: It's just to, I mean, the, the goal, again, this is about sending, there's a large part of this about sending a message. And a lot of people are putting a lot of money behind sending a message. And I think wow. that's where the disparity comes in between people who are kind of getting in late, seeing this is a money-making opportunity and people who are participating in fuck all of these hedge funds, just short squeezing companies to make even more money for, you know, nothing. They're like, Fuck you. We are going to get in this. We're going to invest a bunch of money and we're not going to let go until
0: you pay for it. It is kind of fucked up, though. Can you imagine like you create a company and, you know, it becomes huge and then, this, and then you're, let's say it's not doing well, all of a sudden there's people who's, they're like they're like um, what are those birds that fly above a, a car? vultures. Can, vultures. They're vultures. like vultures who are like, great. Let's all bet that this company's going to fail now. When it dies, yeah. I'm eaten. When it and dies, then let's I'm tell everyone. Eat. Let's tell everyone it's going to fail because then we're going to make money off of it. Because yeah. we need to broadcast. We need to we need to gossip that it's about yeah. to fail because then we'll make money. I know Elon Musk was really upset because these hedge funds like shorted his. They shorted was, Tesla. Yeah. Tesla, yeah. yeah. And so he's gleeful about this
6: yeah and I mean, it's just you know the stock market it's controlled by such a small group of people sharing billions and billions of dollars, and it's like the regular person wants to get in and enjoy, and people are saying no, not for you, yeah,
1: that's the thing man when when Bullshit. when 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 you get into the stock market, it ain't like the movies where it's you know where you're where you're all it's all fly and fancy and stuff like that. You can do that, but most likely you're gonna lose all your money doing that. The best would, way to do it is to get like little things that are that are solid and can't go down, right?
6: Yeah,
0: I mean that's.
1: Yeah, but that's the a, but it's
0: still gambling. Yeah, but it the is joy still is. I know, but the joy
1: is freaking living that fast life and making that fast hmm. cash. Like I don't they think do a lot of day,
0: I don't think a lot of day traders um, have a ton of luck, right? I mean, like some. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, some do, but I think in a the lot movies of people, they do. I think, Daniel, aren't, uh, aren't I right that a lot of day traders like really f- get fucked? I mean,
6: I don't know about I, I can't give you a stat on a lot versus a little. But what I can say is that like day trading is not like a it's a full time job it's like right. if you decide to be a day trader you're talking about an incredibly diverse portfolio where some of your money is going up and some of your money is going down and like y- if you're getting part of one stock you're failing you want to have like a hundred things you're invested in because then you're just watching all the numbers go up and it's like oh I made a hundred dollars here I made a thousand dollars here I made 10 grand here I lost 50 grand here but it's okay because blah 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 it's like day trading is it's not a joke and it's not like a small thing either so it's, it's like, like- yeah, it's yeah, it's a, it, you can make money for sure, but it's like you know, do you want to invest as much time into getting to
0: learn the stock market as you did to get into acting? No, like, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying that I want to become a day trader. I'm, I'm saying know. that people that do this, and I know they sit in front right. of a screen and it's their full time job. Right. And I saw I saw like a doc about it. I feel like that's vaguely in my brain, but correct. But but I think a lot of people, again, I have no stats, but I feel like people get in over their heads totally, and they've got and they and just like gambling. Totally. Just like Donald going back to the ATM in Vegas. They <laughs> keep going, keep going, and then all of a sudden, they fucking lose everything.
6: Yes. The only point I was making about acting was just about an investment of time. Because when people look at you two, they say they're incredibly successful. I could not imagine the skills it took to be as good at acting as, as these two are. It's like, think about putting that exact same amount of time and investment into being a day trader. I'm not saying that's what you're doing. I'm saying that like as people look at easy money making opportunities in here. It's not easy. It takes work. It
1: takes time, just like everything else that we do. It's like craps, really. It really is like craps. It really is like you got to be able to watch so many things when you're playing craps. You got to you make so many bets and you put so many things out there and it's really easy to lose track of what's what and how much what pays and all of that stuff. Uh, you're really good at craps. I've been I've been robbed at craps. Before. I know, but I've had fun with you. at craps. <laughs> I've been
0: robbed. You, like, you I've you, literally you, been you, robbed. You, you at least understand. Every time by i step the up,
1: dealer himself, dude. Every, every time
0: I step up to the craps table, I'm with, I'm usually with. I only do it when I'm with someone who knows how to play, like Donald. And I'm always like, how the hell are all these people keeping track? Even like the dealers or whatever you call them. I don't know if you call them dealers at a craps table, but they, I, how are they possibly? Oh, isn't it like croupier or something? I think it's croupier. I don't, I don't know. Joel, All know I know that is me? that game is fun, dude. You know when your <laughs> brain vomits up a term that you didn't even know? I'm, I'm, I was like, whatever they call those crap, croupier? Anyway, <laughs> I'm always like, how do they keep track of all that's going on? It's so impressive. But anyway, Donald, I've been with you, and we've had some fun. I, I, I never know what to do. I'm like, what do I do? And you're like, do this, do this. Yeah, hey, I, 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 it's a fun game, even when you
1: just know it a little bit. It's so confusing- but it's like, wait, I get paid? I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean you're taking my money? What
0: happened? Aren't you, aren't you impressed that, the, uh, that those guys, the croupiers, they can keep track of all that's going on on the table?
1: I just like the way they call numbers. You know what I mean? They get very creative with calling numbers. Like that was the first time I ever heard somebody do the sports center theme to nine. Nine, 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 nine,
0: nine. <laughs> <laughs> really?
4: Yeah.
1: All right. Is
0: Canada's uh, is Canada's favorite actress here? Yes, she is. All right, let her in. Let that girl in. You love to here love she her. Does. The cutest blonde on earth. Her camera's off and she's muted. Oh,
6: Wait, there, there she, she, she is! is. <laughs> Uh-oh.
0: Let's see if she's figured it out. Let's see if she can figure it out. I figured it out. No, she's muted. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. We can't uh, hear you.
6: <laughs> oh, You're it's muted. the
7: AirPods? Should I take the AirPods out?
6: No, no, no! no. Leave them no. in. Leave, <laughs> Le- leave okay. them in. Donald, but, um, you can't do it. But
3: Disconnect. We can't hear you. Oh no. H- okay. Hi, better.
6: Hi.
7: Hi,
3: guys. But you I need thought your I was going to
6: get
7: so fancy. I just got these AirPods, and then Daniel had told me how to c- connect them. But I guess I don't need them. I don't need them. No, no, no no, them.
6: no, 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 no! You You, you need do need Jesus. them. You do this need is them.
0: So funny. Sarah, I love you so much. I I really thought this many times she'd be like, you know what? It's not going to be funny anymore because she's going to be able to figure out how to get on a Zoom call. So (laughs) (laughs) all all we we need to make
6: sure of is that.
7: (laughs) Uh, 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 I have the AirPods.
0: (laughs) Sarah. Sarah, I I just can't imagine how you go about your day. I just can't imagine. Uh. <laughs> so, Sarah, this okay, is then. Zoom, and it's um it's a video conferencing
7: uh. software. <laughs> you guys, you guys, okay. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yes. So you're not going to believe me, but I just finished like this three day press junket for Firefly Lane, and I was like, I was so proud because there was not one technical glitch and i just thought i was gonna impress you, <laughs> you guys i honestly and was thinking to because myself obviously in my head i was like as, oh, oh man sarah's gone. got
0: this sarah's got this dialed so we're never
6: is it
7: why can't i hear Zach? i can't oh, see, hear
0: you
6: anymore. oh gosh just to sarah just to make sure so you oh, know in Uh-oh. the bottom in zoom in the little uh, next to the microphone there we go we're back just make sure sh- okay so just make sure that the speaker is set to your air- airpods because we can hear you through your computer's mic which is good but we need to make sure we're only coming through your AirPods.
7: Talk to me, Daniel.
6: Hi, can you hear me? Am I coming through just your AirPods?
7: No, you're coming through... <laughs> I'm
6: coming you're through also the-
7: coming through my speaker. So
0: Okay, so we need to stop that. Oh, my God. So- Daniel, don't edit this out. It's too amazing.
7: No, edit. Daniel, Daniel this loves this me. He's going to edit this out. So um, he's going to edit it out. Um, just remind me really quickly, I'm going so- into
6: the microphone at the bottom of the big zoom window and the bottom left is a microphone yeah. symbol.
7: Yeah. Oh so yes. Click that yes. little
6: arrow next to it. And then yep. for speaker, make sure it's set to AirPods and then for microphone, make sure it's set to like a uh, microphone or a computer microphone. Oh, thank God. Yay. So now we're just coming through your AirPods and not coming through the speaker.
7: Just sweating, just dripping, just you're doing, dripping with sweat right now. Killing just it. dripping you're killing with sweat. So you, I'm just nailing it. I'm really fucking nailing this, guys. Let's be honest. You talked um, about it nervous. early. You talked about it.
1: Let's tell everybody about your new show, Sarah. Yes,
0: yeah, Sarah. Tell oh. us about your new show. Congratulations. Congratulations. Catherine Heigel, right?
7: Yes, thank you so much. It was uh it was uh, Catherine Heigel and I playing Best Friends Over Three Decades. And it's based on a, a book, Firefly Lane. And uh, we play these two best friends. We get to play ourselves at 18, 23, and 43. Nice. Wow!
0: How did you well, possibly do forty-three, Sarah? Because I, I mean, don't think you're believable. As I love 43. you.
7: <laughs> it is a mystery, really. I mean, the age they do prosthetics,
0: Sarah? Because I don't understand how you would ever play forty-three. <laughs> yeah,
7: I know
1: what they nothing? did. They got like Elmer's glue and they rubbed yeah. it on their hand and then yeah. put it all over
7: her face. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, it's still only thirty-six. We gotta let's get some other I don't know what we're gonna do. It was so humbling to sit in a hair and makeup trailer and. And have people consult on how to make you look younger. Um, <laughs> so if, it, if you've put tape right on your neck, like what if we just, you know. Oh my what if we God. Just, and I was like, <laughs> what? Oh my God. Um, Did they
0: do the things where they tape here on your eye?
7: We tried that, but it just, instead of making you look younger, just made you look like you had like a kind of like a facelift. Yeah, bad Um facelift. And we were, because we were in wigs too. So the wigs kind of naturally, and then I think they just Benjamin buttoned us and used some CGI. Um, yeah. But that piece, I mean, that was like so ridiculously fun. Obviously, the 80s is like my favorite decade. I still have like a drawer full of dress up clothes for my kids of my own things from the 80s. And so, yeah, that piece was ridiculous. we got to go and play.
0: So what network is on? How do we find it? Netflix. Netflix, Netflix. everybody. And chill. And and when When does it come out? Netflix and chill. When does it come out?
7: February 3rd.
0: Tomorrow, guys, tomorrow on Netflix. You know you're tired of all the shit that you have on your on your streaming. You look and you're like, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Sarah Chalk is giving you a present. It's called Firefly Lane, right? Yes. Tomorrow on Netflix.
1: Maybe say it a little bit more confident,
0: Zach. Oh, sorry, let me do that again. You guys, it's called Firefly Lane with the Sarah Chalk and the Katherine Heigl, and it's funny, and I bet it's charming. Is there romance? Do you have a love interest? Should I be jealous?
7: There's there's actually – I have a few. I was at one day where I looked on the call sheet, and I was like, there's not one boy on this call sheet that I haven't made it with. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> and uh you and it was it? definitely – Uh, Yeah, I got, I mean, obviously on scrubs, like I had to wear a lot of broad underwear, but it's very different doing that in your 20s versus your 40s. And so, I mean, there was a lot of days where it was like, oh, naked in a pool swimming at night in Canada. Excellent. And so while he didn't. Oh, so sorry to
0: interrupt you, Sarah. But for those of you who might be interested, Sarah is often scantily clad. So watch that tomorrow <laughs> do we see crack do we see butt crack do you
1: show we don't. coin slot, coin we slot. Don't. there was a co-
7: no there was a conversation ob- about that um we did not but you know it still was definitely getting like f- so far out of my comfort zone because even though th- the way you know obviously you can shoot it in different ways but you're still there in front of like 100 crew members who you know very well by this point in not a lot more than stickers oh um, boy
1: let me um, ask you a question Yeah. And you can answer it or don't answer it. Are you simulating sex in this movie? Yes. Mm. Is
0: there simulated?
1: No, no. I
7: mean, you know, Catherine Heigl's character Tully goes a little bit further than mine in those types of scenes. I do have to do like kind of no, it's more like the beginnings of it's never. No, you're not humping. There's no humping. I mean, you know what? You just got to watch. Everybody, you got to watch be- the show. Listen, you got to watch
0: the show. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm kind of going to watch now. I was going to watch, but now I'm going to extra watch. I'm going to extra sit,
7: watch. I'm going to sit okay. closer
0: to the TV now.
7: <laughs> you guys are going to relate to you guys. I are haven't seen relate. you
0: in a long time, Sarah. You're looking good. Yeah, you look beautiful,
1: Sarah.
7: <laughs> oh, it's because I just had to do this junket thing and they showed me how to go into Zoom and, like, there's a button to, like, touch up your appearance. So Yo, I think it's just, yeah, there's, there's like is. a, you don't need like that, a, Sarah. Um, You don't need that. Well, you guys are going to be able to understand um, why this was, like, scarier for me than any of that, you know, (laughs) uh, level of undress. The thing that was the most terrifying uh, and the thing I had to get most outside of my comfort zone was I had to sing.
1: No way. Oh, no, now you're the you one who's sank. always broadcast you that sank. you're ho-
0: you always broadcast you that sank. you're a horrible singer, but I'm sure you can carry a tune. No, no she cannot. You
1: sync. No, sank. I can't.
7: I truly can't. So, so they Maggie said to the Maggie Friedman, the creator of our show, said, So, how do you feel about karaoke? or oh, you can rap? We're gonna have you rap an Eminem song. Oh, you and can. And I was like, mm, I'm so down. That's so fun. I love it. I can't wait. So then the Eminem song did not clear, and it was right before like a two week break for Christmas holidays. And she said, OK, so we've cleared these five songs. So pick any one that you want and you can sing it for karaoke. And I, I was like, oh, the, but the, like these are all singing. There's no rap here. And she said, sing. yeah, you have to pick one. So I'm driving up to Whistler. My sister Piper's driving. I'm in the passenger seat. My kids are in the back. And I'm just like giving her, just belting out one after the next. And Piper's like, nope. Next one, not a chance. Next one, 100% no. Next one, don't even think about it. And so then I'm like, Piper, we're out of, we're out of songs. Like, we're out of songs. I, I have to pick one of these. So I call up Maggie and I was like, Maggie, you sure there's like not any rap song in the history of time that i clear? Please, please, for the love of God, I was kicked out of the choir by Mrs. McKinnon in grade five and scarred for Life. And I, you know, told Chalk Girls, mouth the words for this performance, singing Christmas carols in a mall. And, uh... She said, no, it's really, it's one of these five-third songs. So I had to sing, and I, I, I asked for a singing lesson, so they gave me a singing lesson, which was great. <laughs> oh, and my then, God. And then it comes to the day to do it, and we get to the bar, and they're like, well, there's no place to set up a screen for karaoke, and we really want to get the audio from today. So oh we're just going to put an earwig in your ear, and so you're going to be singing. The bar will be silent.
6: Oh, my oh God.
4: What oh, was the just song?
7: The sound oh my of migrating God. voice. What's the song? Belting out um, t- uh, Tub Thumping by Chumbawamba. And Wait, so what's that
0: song? What's the Chumbawamba song? I get knocked <laughs> down. It's a whiskey drink. Oh, oh, I, I, again. Again. I like I drink that, that song. song. Right?
6: He, I drink. take
7: he drinks down, a cider drink. You. He sings you the songs, the songs that, remind that remind you of the you good
0: times. He sings the songs that remind you of the better times. Like Danny Boy. Will you give our audience a little preview of this, Sarah? Go. They got to see the uh, show, man. Wait, hold
1: on. Uh,
7: yeah, yeah, you know, I the mean, show. it was, I will just start sweating even more than I did trying to figure out the headphones and the earpods okay. piece of this interview. I love so
1: that I, you are singing now.
7: So, well, well, so I, can't even, I, mean, I came home and told my sisters this story and they were like, stop talking. I can't, they were like, I can't even hear it. It's just the idea, like, they just got so uncomfortable hearing that I had to get up in front of a hundred people and just like fill this bar with the sound of only my voice. And I had this earwig, in, not with, um, the actual song playing, but just sort of like this clicking rhythm of like, mm. da, 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 <laughs> and, and I was like, but you know that I'm not musical and I don't understand when to jump in, like just jump in with my dialogue. And um, so I was just like, okay, the only way out is through. We just got to, I just started dancing like while I was singing to try and distract from the fact that I was singing. And it let was, me ask um, you something. How was you your, you went a hundred
0: percent
1: though. How was your,
7: how yeah. was
0: your Catherine Heigel experience? Did you enjoy working with her?
7: So, Katie, Catherine and I had never met. Dule Hill is a mutual friend. Oh my god!
0: He, How, why does Dule Hill come up every episode? He's of The show come on the show. We gotta have him on. I know buddy, we gotta have him on. Even when neither. we don't bring, even when we don't bring him, uh, bring him up, our guests bring him up.
7: Because <laughs> he's the you, he, when you have him on, let me come on and say thank you to him. Because what happened was he called me and he was like, "My friend Catherine Heigel is doing this new Netflix series called Firefly Lane in Vancouver, your hometown. Can you guys, you know, chat about neighborhoods and schools and stuff that?" Um, for her kids and so we got on the phone and we talked for like an hour and just really had the best time and um it was like a month later i think i got this script in my inbox and i opened it up i was like wait this is this is kathleen heigl's show and i read it and it was just this incredible story and i was so in love with the part and in love with the idea of playing somebody over three decades and um so then we met at the cast party And then our first two days together, were like, you know, playing dress up in the hair and makeup trailer going like, wait, put that, wait, cut your hair shorter, longer. Try this wig on, more blue eyeshadow, less shoulder pads, more stirrup pants. And um, and then we just, uh, you know, started hanging out on the weekends and hiking the dogs. And and uh, then she would have wine and cheese nights for the cast at her house. And then I had parties at my house and her husband Josh would come over and bring his guitar and then it evolved into like dance parties in my backyard and it was just one of those things where we got so lucky because I think you know to have to fake I mean it's like you guys are best friends in real life and so that just like translated in the show we just got along so well and I think having to fake when you're actually doing scenes where you're sobbing on someone's shoulder okay you're not gonna believe this hang on a second I'm taking this with me I have it's been a crazy day I had a time to eat so right before we started, I thought I would make grilled cheese, which is never
0: for- oh, oh no. My god. Sarah. Sarah, Sarah. Sarah. This whole- oh, Sarah. My
1: god.
7: Oh, oh
4: my god. Oh no. my god, she's holding up
0: a be, 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 flaming be, 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 be. grilled cheese. No. In, case, in case anyone didn't know if Sarah was her real character as Elliot. It's fine,
7: it's fine, it's fine. You know what? I was like, what? It smells so good and bad all at the same time.
0: You are such a character, Sarah Chalk. Should we get into the show? Yeah, we should probably talk about Scrubs. (laughs) All right. Sorry, guys. Sorry for the one-hour prologue. It's time to talk about the television show Scrubs. Donald? Ready. Are you ready with your recap? Ready. Let me set my timer because everyone wants to know. And go. Go. Carla has
1: competition in the advice department. Cox needs a win. JD and Elliot seem to be on the relationship men. And Molly clock played by Heather Graham could be its own investigative medical comedy with the cast of scrubs as a supporting element. Being competitive is one of the most resourceful human assets in life. It can fuel a person to greatness. Some people go too far. Some people have a problem. Life isn't a competition. But I often find I'm most
0: effective and successful when I compete in its game. Mm, in its game, nice. Forty-six seconds, graph guy. Hey, I was I, not to mention the Jordan documentary again, but you just made me think of it. How they, they were like, "Do you have a gambling problem?" He's like, "No, I I'm addicted to competing." And it made me think of uh, what you just said because um, he 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 just wanted to he wanted to bet he wanted to compete on on anything and everything in his life. And uh, yeah. And it dro- my point is, it drove him like you're saying um, the characters in, in this episode. Yeah, I mean, it, you can become
1: great just because of the because of your competitive nature. You know, it's uh, it's half of the half of the game is to compete. Yeah, and everybody
0: in this episode is competing.
1: Absolutely, in some way, shape, or form.
0: Yeah. Now, this episode has a very famous moment in it um, for Scrubs fans, and that is when Johnny C. McGinley starts the episode off by saying, either this kid has a light bulb up his butt or his colon has a great idea. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> the best line of Scrubs history. Which is off
0: the x-ray. That is one of the funniest <laughs> jokes, I think, ever in Scrubs history.
7: Now, was there another episode about the ass box or was this the only ass box episode? No, there were a no, bunch there's
0: of, no, there's there's an episode that's solely about solely the, ass the ass box, box. Right. Yeah. And, right? And 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 as Scrubs Wiki points out, um, the light bulb that's finally pulled out of this young man's sphincter anus cavity would likely go in the ass box if it weren't for the fact that the guys decide to put it in Kelso's lamp. <laughs> Right. When he lights it.
7: <laughs> and it's that scene where yeah, he so smells.
0: Yeah. That's so funny. He goes, Good they, they, Lord.
7: The the heat from
0: the light. <laughs> that's so gross.
7: Percolates the
0: shit. <laughs> the bulb. Yeah. The whole the, uh, the, uh, the major storyline of this episode <laughs> is how do you get a light bulb out of someone's anal cavity? You gotta go from the top and push. I mean Otherwise, everyone has everyone has different theories.
7: And the janitor. The
0: janitor's involved. Who knew?
1: Who knew the janitor would be of such service? And what the fuck is the janitor doing in an operating room? I had the 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 same
0: thought. (laughs) (laughs) I had
1: the same thought. And and nobody has on
0: a mask? Nobody has on anything at this operating room. At the end, you have to, you know, it's framed out, obviously, but you have to imagine that the guy is on all fours with his anus opens to the sky right and, and 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 the two doctors okay they're there but so is the janitor just looking down at his asshole <laughs> like how is that guy okay it was like would he would he never think to say guys can you fucking kick the janitor out of here?
1: <laughs> well the fact that they're doing it for this guy and kelso's like what well, uh, uh cox is like let me guess he he donated a wing and kelso goes he donated a wing a thigh and, and a breast.
4: And a breast.
7: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he goes, Yes, genius, in this metaphor, the hospital is a chicken. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was very funny. I thought I laughed you at this and, episode. Yeah, there's a lot of shit. You I don't Cox, remember this episode at all. I don't remember Cox, this at all. First of all, it's the first time you ever call Neil Janitor. That's usually Sarah's thing, but you're like, Janitor. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> dude like
1: i love the three of them together yeah the three of them together was a lot of fun it yeah. was what like, about, a,
0: it was neil like shows a little up, adventure when neil shows up in a doctor's coat and then he puts on the old school mirror right on, on, on his head. <laughs> where'd you get the coat <laughs> uh there's some very funny um neil things what about when sarah and i are are, are in that we're co-chiefs right and we're in our tiny office and uh and Neil comes in and he bangs his card against our desk. And he's like, "Sorry, <laughs> sorry, it's time to clean." And we're like, and then he goes, "Oops!" He spraying. He goes, "Oops! That one got away." And I'm like, "Oh, it burns! It's in my eyes." Ammonia he goes, "Ammonia burns." He goes, "Ammonia burns." Write that down. Write that down. <laughs> I want to talk about the supporting cast in this
1: episode because yeah, go ahead. The three of them were hilarious. Yeah, Todd, Doug, and. Uh, and Nurse Roberts yeah. have some of the funny, but I, I wrote down Aloma was on fire yes. in this episode. Yes. When she goes, maybe she's racist, yeah. that shit had me rolling. Yep. Why is everybody, why? What about when why she is goes, Elliot taking advice from Molly and not me? Maybe she's racist.
0: <laughs> that was funny. But what about when Aloma, so straight, so straight and so dry, she goes, Doug wants to give this guy 500,000 milligrams of morphine. I thought I'd check with you before I killed him, man. <laughs> <laughs>
7: that delivery was amazing. Delivery was d-
0: Delivery was perfection. I thought I'd check with you before Johnny I killed Castle him. We
1: got Castle and Aloma right on the show.
0: We Yeah, I got a lot of requests. Uh we got Joel. We have gotten a lot of requests. Let's have both of them on at the same time. Okay. How about that? And what
7: about, what about when Zeltzer, when Bob Clinton says, that's why my wife and I use candles?
0: Yeah. <laughs> what does he mean, though? Does he he mean means they candle. shove
7: candles up each other's what ass, dude. Oh, my they God. They jam candles up each other.
1: They do that. They, they, it's a lot of this. Uh-huh,
0: yeah. Uh-huh. Ow. Ow. It hurts. Zeltzer is such a twisted <laughs> fuck. I love Bob Clinton. Another person we need to have on the podcast. That'd be great. Joel. And Nickhead
7: was so funny in this one.
0: Mickhead, Mickhead. has a line again.
7: I want
1: to talk about Beard for say or Beardface, in different points in the background.
0: Yeah, they can't like, figure out where beardface works in this hospital.
1: Like, he's all over the place. And
0: dude. do you even notice, that I really noticed because I'm always tracking the progress of beardface. he's very often in the pharmacy window. So, like, is he a pharmacist? And if he's a pharmacist, how come he's everywhere else? Like, shouldn't right. he be filling prescriptions? <laughs> right. What, the what fuck does beardface the- do in this hospital? Right, he's in the ER all the time. He's everywhere, beardface. Yeah, The thing about the key background players like Beard Fassé, Mickhead, Snoop Dogg resident, they always knew where the camera was. So they were smart. They knew like my background work will be like where the camera is, obviously. But I'm trying to like process who Beard Fassé is in the hospital. Like if he's not the pharmacist, why is he always in the pharmacy window? Right. Mickhead is a doctor.
1: Snoop Dogg is an intern. What the fuck is Johnny Castle's
7: a, a resident. Johnny Castle didn't make resident.
1: He didn't make resident.
0: <laughs> That's so funny. Doug doesn't a, make resident. Doug doesn't anyway, it's so make funny. resident. It's so funny when Sarah and I each have to pick our interns, and Doug goes, pick the hot chick. And I go, shut up, Doug. We'll take the hot chick. <laughs> 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 so that was very funny when, when, when Cox on the ramp tells uh, me that sarah has been chosen as uh the chief that was very funny i scream
1: you throw all the cards in the air
0: i go i just like this was this is a meme that i see all the time um or or a gif um why do you hate me when i show you nothing but love and then i scream and throw all the cards
7: it was one of my favorite moments of the episode then you're like i just i just have three questions why do you hate me? Who's gonna tell my mom? And what the hell am I gonna do with five thousand John Dorian resident chief resident business cards?
0: Yeah, I made the cards, man. And then, I, and then right away, I use it to hit on a hit on a chick.
1: <laughs> um, we should talk about Heather because she's really she's good at so the great. show. And yeah. and and even though this is an episode and you're narrating, she kind of is the storyteller in this yeah. episode. Yeah, she jumps in around. Yeah, popping in and out of everywhere. Uh, I thought she did a wonderful job. This actually could be a show. I remember that after she did her run with us, she went on and did another show for a little bit. But I don't know what that. Emily's show was reasons over.
7: why not?
0: Yeah, was that a was that the medical show that she did right after us? It wasn't medical, but it was it was it, it was short lived. It didn't it right. didn't have a long right. run. But yeah, I mean, I think that this. I mean, I just and I'm sure Heather would agree that this like. This showed a new side to her. People knew her as, like, you know, the, the sexy, blonde, um, you know, leading lady. And this really showed that she could be versatile and be really funny. And I, yeah, I think she
1: that, very well – She character actor. She showed that she has the skills.
0: Too. Yeah, she's really funny in this.
7: Yeah. One of my favorite and... moments is when, when she, Judy goes, uh, why did you just close your eyes at me? Just like, oh, I can't blink. And she just <laughs> – <laughs>
0: She's so weird, the character. She sets so up weird. She sets up work on a bench because she can't find her office. Yeah. <laughs> this is not my... She walks into your
1: office and goes, this is not my office.
0: You know what movie that's from? Let's yeah, see if freaking... You know.
1: Come on, man. Beverly Hills Cop. This two. is not my office. I think
0: it's office.
1: two. Is it two? Uh, this is not my locker. This is it's the first my- one. This is not my locker. It's the first... Is that motherfucking Axel Foley in here? Yeah. <laughs> that guy was so good. That actor. And that guy the guy who played the. the deputy chewed off the beef. The man, you see, I ain't got no ass left.
0: You still got a little <laughs> bit of ass left. Still so, got yeah, a little bit. Don't
1: fuck with me, Axel.
0: <laughs> that guy Not was today. amazing. What a good yeah, actor. Yeah, man. Great was. actor. So was the uh, captain of the Beverly Hills when he's like. Yeah, Bogomil. But is this the man who.
1: Oh, that practiced. guy, right, right.
0: <laughs> we we me and my sister uh, used to laugh so hard at him going, Is this the man who. Wrecked the buffet at the Harrow Club this
4: morning, <laughs> <laughs> and then he this, walks out. And then yeah. he
0: walks
1: out, and Eddie Murphy picks up on it. Is this a man who wrecked?
0: <laughs> 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 Is this a man who disabled one of our patrol cars by sticking a banana in the tailpipe?
1: <laughs> 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 no, disabled, our, din- dinabled, disabled, disabled mm. one of our patrol cars with a banana. <laughs>
0: That guy was amazing. That guy was amazing. I bet no one has ever pointed out that both captains in Beverly Hills Cup are masterfully played. Well played. Well played. played. Guys,
7: you didn't. Did you five, six, seven, eight?
0: Oh, Oh, before you came in. We did it before you, you, Sarah. (gasps) Do you want to try it? You can do it on the way out, Sarah. You can do that. You got
1: the extra. So let's explore this. This is the beginning of JD and Elliot rekindling their friendship
0: trying but i mean i don't understand what the hell jd don't understand what the hell jd is doing he's like he he just broke this woman's heart and i mean he's i mean i just watching these back, sarah i'm so infuriated by my character sometimes it's like he just <laughs> he just broke up with her and broke her heart and broke her up with sean for no reason and now he's like hey it'd be really great if we could like hang out you know like his friends like outside coffee and she's like so nice to him, like, well, I need a little more time. like she should be like, "Fuck you <laughs>
7: agreed, although she is like fuck you for a lot of it, but then they do have I thought I don't know, I thought that coffee that like that coffee scene was kind of sweet,
0: so did I. I know, but didn't you feel that it was a little soon, like knowing what j d has done to this poor woman? Yes,
1: yeah, I don't know how yes. she can ever
0: forgive I don't know how she could ever forgive you. The thing is, I
1: mean, she has to because you guys work in the same place, so eventually you guys are gonna have to be. And you work. You guys seem to have the same shifts all the time. So you're gonna have to be
0: friends. I wish again. they'd explained a little bit more. And I, I I know the truth that fucking people do this all the time, and 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 it's and it's real. But I wish they'd explain a little more. Like what what JD was so afraid of? Because he's clearly crazy about her. He's afraid of commitment or something. Whatever. I just feel like it's never really exposed. Like why is he playing such? Mind games with her. It's not. He's not sinister. It, it, and he because we trying he to Obviously, go to obviously the, does truly love her at the, in the end. Because we're what? trying
1: to go nine seasons, dude. That's why.
0: Oh, just because <laughs> we want to nine seasons.
7: Do we? But I can't remember. Do we do? Do we find out later? In I think and, that Donald's right.
0: Donald's right that the production reason is because people are so into will they or won't they get them together, break them up, get them together, break them up. But I, I, I don't remember. And, I, and just watching it, I'm like, why is this guy such a fucking asshole?
1: People And it's not like that in real life, too. The will they or won't they get them together, break them up, that's only for movies, man.
0: Well, I don't know. There's a lot of people listening, I'm sure, who've who've gotten back together, broken up, gotten back together, broken up with the same person. Yeah, and that relationship still didn't work. You're saying that in the end, if you're doing that bullshit, you can't really work ultimately?
1: There's no way getting back together, breaking up, getting back together, breaking up, getting back together, breaking up works out in the end. There's no way. Really? I can't Matthew imagine. Matthew McConaughey's
3: that. parents were married three times.
4: R- right. It's it, it, eventually.
3: Yeah. Right. Wait, who was Joel? Matthew McConaughey's parents? Yeah. That's and then a- his father died while he was having sex with his mom. Yeah. You know?
1: That's oh impressive. Wow. I did not know this. I did not know this, this, this either. is a true story. Joel with the, with the trivia.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so imagine, um. you, imagine you get married and then it doesn't work out. You get divorced. And then you go, I I'm not going to marry again. I regret it. Again. it. Let's get married again. No, okay. no, no, no. Okay. No, 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 no. No, we got divorced again. All right. You know what? I miss you. Should we get married again? Like, why? Why not just date?
1: I just don't see that happening. Like, I I think even when you get back together with someone and who you've been with a long time, like, let's say it was years since you had dated and then you meet each other again and you date again. I think the minute that I don't think people change that much to where, you know, the things that annoyed you back then are going to pop up eventually and you're going to be like this is the same shit that it was
0: 10 years ago oh but i'm a romantic don't you believe that that you can meet someone down the line that you had a thing with and you can be like all of a sudden it's new context and you've both experienced a lot of life and you went and you go eureka oh my god when harry met
1: sally is a movie that shit does not happen in real life, man. People don't have people aren't that busy. That's bullshit. I'm telling you right I, now, I, I I bet don't think people are that busy, me, man. I, I, I don't think people are that busy. Man. That I don't think people are that busy, dude. I don't think people have that much going on in their life that all of a sudden four years, five years makes such a big difference when it comes to relationships. I don't, especially if the person if the person annoyed you five years ago, most likely. They're going to annoy you to five years later.
0: Well, listen, if you're someone that, like, got back together with their, like, high school or college sweetheart after so many years, of, and maybe you both got married, other people, and that, and you came, well, you contact Well, because I'd like to have you on. Well,
1: hold on hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. You dated in the past. This is what it has to be. You dated in the past. Mm-hmm. You broke up because it was a broke. The relationship sucked. Mm-hmm. And then ten years later, however, you got married, and then later on, you got back together because you both have changed so much. Yeah. I am, I am eager to talk to yeah, this. Yeah, we want to hear. From and you. it has to have worked out.
0: So please slide.
4: And it has your... to
1: have worked out. You have to still be together. It can't be, oh, we dated for like a year and then it shit didn't work, or we've been dating for a year now and the shit and and it's going okay. You have to, you have to have did it, broken up and then been a success again for at least what? How how long should we say, guys?
7: Two years? Two years.
1: Two oh, yeah. years,
0: two three yeah two years. And back. the sex has to be better than it ever was. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and y'all better be fucking. That's right. Yeah. Y'all better be fucking. And we want to hear about And Joelle
7: wants to hear about that.
0: We want to hear you fuck. We're gonna have you on to fuck on the show. Right.
1: We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna start OnlyFans, Fake Doctors, yeah. Real Friends, OnlyFans.
0: Are we allowed Joelle, to have a couple copulate on the show live? Is that heart? Okay? I mean I think
1: Lisa.
3: It'll be the It'll, yes, be, the, it'll, be, the it'll it. be the
1: realest OnlyFans ever because we'll actually have have only fans of fake doctors, real friends, doing wow. sexual this is exciting. Deeds Sarah, do you want to come
0: back when the couple bangs on the show? The oh, show? You're welcome God. to join us.
7: This podcast has, come, has just changed a lot since last yeah. episode. Yeah. <laughs>
0: we're trying to tone, sure. tone back. I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, we're, trying back. To, we're trying to trim back the sexual talk a tiny bit, but in this context. <laughs>
7: Why, do I people do. write in? Do people comment?
0: No. Say, no, nobody, like,
1: nobody's
7: really first, gotten people don't
0: complain. People don't complain about the R-rated stuff that much. They get Do they? Joelle's like, making
1: faces. Hold up, Joelle. Okay. They definitely don't. They
0: don't. No, no they don't complain about that. They love I get. It. I think they love it. I got. I get. Come, I got a woman who, who berated me um, for talking about how I was starving myself and and drinking smoothies to lose weight. She said that I should be more responsible for because children have uh, eating disorders, and I completely respect that. But I, I I also feel like I should be able to say like I'm don't follow me. I don't have the healthiest diet in the world. I'm just sharing. Yeah. What I do, but I mean, by all means, um, I respect that that young people, people of all ages, have eating disorders. I got,
1: I got a, I got two letters. This, oh, what uh, were they about? One was polite, and one was not so polite. One was polite, like, "Hey, listen, guys, um, I know that you're very busy, and you guys have your own lives and stuff like that, but a lot of us really look forward to." when the show comes out so if you guys oh. would not take breaks in between <laughs> shows that's, that's tough. that would be nice. great like if you could just if you always did tuesdays <laughs> and thursdays that'd be great Aww. right and then and then and then he goes and this was this thursday and remember uh the the past episode dated late it it posted late yeah and so then an hour later i get another one Oh, never mind. It just, I see that you posted late, right? That's the first one. The right. second one is like, that's you really guys cute. are fucking rude, man. What the fuck, man? Don't you know how much I fucking need this shit? Fuck yeah. you off for this. And then an hour later, I apologize.
0: Oh, my, my God. Bad.
1: I see you posted late. <laughs> is, that why you, is that
0: why you texted us like early in the morning? Like the show didn't post? Yeah, that's exactly why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah,
7: yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. so cute how much it means to people and how much they're counting on it.
0: People are oh, very it, into the it, show, it, and we're very grateful about it. But man, so I, I'm, I'm always surprised too, Sarah. Like people are, we have the most incredible fans, and people really, really love this um, for some reason. I'm, I'm, I'm very, 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 very surprised and very grateful. We have a fan caller. Speaking of which, uh, we're going to go to break. Sarah, would you like to toss to break?
7: I would love to. So what you're, gonna say, what you're going to say?
0: What you're going to say in Canadian is. Yeah. Um, We're going to take a quick break and be right back with a guest. Go.
7: Put on your toques and turn off your carburetors because we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with our guest.
1: Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix Sleep Mattress. Yep. These seamlessly blend innovation and lab quality sound, all in these sleek headphones that guarantee an. Elevated listening experience. You can connect to multiple devices, customize your sound in the JLab app, and get over 70 hours of playtime.
0: Well, buddy, those sound pretty cool, but have you heard of the J Buds ANC3? They are the smallest smart active noise canceling true wireless earbuds you can find. You can also connect to multiple devices, but these come with a built-in USB-C charging cable and a noise canceling microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Reboot your credit card with Apple Card, the only credit card designed for iPhone. It gives you up to 3% daily cash back on every purchase. Plus,
1: Apple Card has no fees not even hidden ones. Apply for Apple Card now in the Wallet app on iPhone.
0: Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval. Variable APRs for Apple Card range from 19.24% to 29.49% based on credit worthiness. Rates as of February 1, 2024. Terms and more at AppleCard.com. Kind is calling all flavor chasers. Hey, it's Zach here, and Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave.
1: Is it something sweet? Try the new Seeds Fruit and Nuts bars with flavors like dark chocolate, raspberry, and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient, seeds.
0: And for something savory, Kind has you covered. Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars. Or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. I personally love the raspberry. Mmm, Donald. Let me tell you, I could eat 10 of those a day.
1: Oh, really? rosemary's mine all six new bars are gluten free and have at least five grams
0: of protein kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts explore all the new flavors waiting for you like strawberry sunflower seed orange cranberry pumpkin seed and paprika nuts and mesquite smoked sea salt this is the bar for people who love real food
1: try all the new flavors of kind seeds fruit and nuts bars and kind savory bars Shop on KindSnacks.com today. And we're
0: back! And we're back! All right, who we got, Joel?
6: Let him in. Jamie Fullerton. Jamie, Jamie Fullerton! Fullerton.
0: Fullerton, Jamie Fullerton. Welcome, welcome,
7: welcome. Thank Donald, you. I always wanted to do that. It's, <laughs> yours, sir. it's yours. Jamie,
0: welcome to the program. You have a special treat today because the Sarah Chalk, everyone's favorite Canadian, is on the program. Well, I am blessed then. Thank you. Yes, sir. Not everybody who comes on the show gets a Sarah Chalk Zoom personal meeting, but you are getting it. I know, because y'all are treating me good like that. Are you, gonna watch, are you going to watch Sarah's new show tomorrow, which premieres on Netflix? What is the show's name Sarah? Go,
7: it's called Firefly Lane.
0: Firefly I w- Lane, I will make it a point then. Absolutely. Yeah, please do. Um, it's with Katherine Heigel and Sarah Chalk. Um, they're both scantily clad. And, um, oh, now we're and, in. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> gonna love it. Donald and I will both be sitting way too close to the TV. <laughs> Rew- rewind, pause, rewind, pause. Yeah. a lot of there'll be a lot of that. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> um welcome to the show. Where are you calling from? You have a southern accent, uh, Dallas, Texas. Right
1: on Dallas in the house, one of my favorite cities. Dallas. Dallas in the house. My wife spends a lot of time in Dallas. She is yes, from she the Texas area. Excellent. We love that area. You know what I love? I love okay, so I love the Tex Mex. One of my favorite places yes. in Dallas is Me Casinos. Yes, we just uh,
0: we just went there for my birthday last week.
1: Nice. Congratulations. Congratulations. I love what is it? What is it? What is the drink called? The where it's like a slushy and it's got the uh what's it called? What's margarita? it called? No, not the margarita, but it's a like hurricane. No, it's like the it's like the uh, tequirina,
0: orange Julius.
1: No, um, no, it's it's a it's a color. <laughs> what color. Is it?
7: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What
1: I'm not gonna it? get her. I'm just gonna ask her.
0: Oh my god.
7: <laughs> oh my god, Donald has a real doctors fake 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 doctors real friends. One you Wednesday might want to learn the closet. name of
0: the podcast, Sarah. But yes, Sarah, do you want one of those? Will you wear it around?
7: Are you kidding me right now? I want one. I want. A, I want a Zach and Dong onesie.
0: Tara, if you send me a picture my of you, if you send me a picture of you in the fake doctor's girlfriend's onesie, I'll be the so happy. The mambo
1: taxi. Okay. Did you have a mambo taxi? I,
0: I did not because we were going to my son's first communion. So I thought I better. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you didn't want to be hammered. Congratulations. at Congratulations. Well, even though I'm not Catholic, but no, <laughs> you, you probably haven't had meet... the mambo taxi before. Uh, I think I had it one time many years What's ago. What's in a Mambo Taxi?
1: I don't know, but it's like it's it really is like it's like a delicious, tangy sherbet-y type of alcoholic, and it gets you so drunk. Like it's I remember. Tequila, oh, then.
3: it's a sangria and a margarita mixed it together. Was like, oh, yeah, so much sugar, oh,
5: it
0: was so good. You not
1: too so bad hangover. So all that
0: sugar hurting.
1: <laughs> Listen- Have
7: you ever had a Mambo Taxi? Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. All right, dude, welcome to the program, Jamie. Do you have a question for any of us? Yeah. In fact, um, in a couple podcasts ago, you mentioned how much you were into cinematography. Yes, sir. So my question for the group is, what movie has the best cinematography? Oh, Mm. how could you possibly ask that
7: question? Mm. I'm going to have to go with Garden State.
0: (laughs) Yes, Sarah. Good answer. (laughs) The best photographed movie of all time. Thank you. Although that film was photographed by Larry Schurr, who Larry uh, I like to think I discovered because then he went on to become well, he's one of famous the
1: famous biggest... now. He's
0: very famous. Well, now. he's had a lot of big movies, but the Joker has made him uh, an Oscar nominee. So
7: oh, I didn't know that. Program.
0: Yeah. Um, who wants to go first? Donald, do you have a favorite? I'm sure it's going to be a Star Wars movie. Do you have a favorite uh, cinematography uh, film? Yes. The Empire
1: Strikes Back is filmed actually very well. Um, if you want to look at any of the Star Wars movies, I think that's the most innovative out of all of them. Uh, mm-hmm. From that moment on, it uh, I'm not going to say it was the same thing over again, but they just figured out a way to, I mean, before that, everything was really slow, and then the Empire Strikes Back happens, and everything is ramped up, and it's really fast, and the action is fast-paced, and so I'm going to go Empire Strikes Back.
0: The asteroid field part. I remember that
1: part Amazing. always blew my mind. Okay. So it's one of the first tracking shots of something that isn't real. Like they developed that shot, just the Tauntaun running in the snow in the beginning is something that's never been done before. It had never been done before. And they had to figure it out at ILM. Just putting it out there. All
0: right. Uh, Sarah, do you have a favorite movie uh, in terms of cinematography?
7: I mean, it's been years since I've watched it and it definitely deserves a rewatch, but I remember at the time being obviously so mind blown by um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind.
0: Yeah, that's a great one. What a beautiful movie that
1: is. You didn't say that about Empire Strikes Back, and I'm very disappointed. Well, I, I just, I really,
0: easy. to be honest, I zoned out. I was like, I'm going to let him do a solid two minutes on Star Wars for sure. <laughs> So is your face. Um, the first thing that popped into my head was the movie Manhattan. Um, it's black and white. It's a, it's a Woody Allen movie. Um, I know uh, people have very uh, passionate feelings about Woody Allen and his films uh, now, but that doesn't change the fact that it is a beautifully filmed movie. um that's that's like the first thing that popped into my head.
3: I had a um, similar thing with like Bradford Young, who's just like this incredible cinematographer for you, people who are like really into popular movies he did solo, but then he also did uh, was a director of photography for Selma. but. My cinematographer, David Chari, his favorite movie is Mother of George, and the way he just shoots, like, skin, which seems silly and maybe weird, but it's just it's so beautiful. Everyone is luminescent, and the whole movie has this, like, gorgeous glow, and it's it's really great. I love Bradford Young's work.
7: Okay. Daniel? Joel, I'm writing that down, Mother of George, because I have not oh, seen yeah. it. Oh,
3: yeah. Definitely check it out. Really powerful okay. movie. Uh,
1: if, I get the, if I get the chance, I would also say Goodfellas.
0: That's... Yeah, Yeah, it would be great if you – it would be funny if you – if I get the chance, I'd also like to say Return of the Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) You thought it was coming, didn't you? You That would have been funny. I I would like to give you a second take on that joke. (laughs) Okay, you ready? Yeah, go ahead. Take two, go. If I get
1: the chance, I'd I'd like to also say Return of the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the way that they captured that Ewok
4: fur—just
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, there was a just beautiful backlight on the Ewok's fur. Um,
6: go ahead, Daniel, your turn. Uh, the one that comes to mind recently, Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Shout out Roger Deakins. Yeah, you liked no. that?
1: Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, I, it not a lot of really.
6: Well, I wasn't. Did I mean, you like but, the movie? The movie was fine, but the experience of watching the movie was unmatched. It's just gorgeous in so many yeah, the, ways. Yeah, the the
0: by the way, you just made me think of another one that I don't know who shot it. Um, will you look up for me, Joel? But Mad Max: Fury Road. Um, oh, so good.
1: That, that is that shot well. The, yes,
0: the, the fact that that movie is not only beautifully photographed. If it weren't for what even 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 independent of the way they're filming it, but there's no green screen and they literally are all flying through the endless desert. And did you know that? Why are you making that face, Daniel? But there, you're right. There's a lot of practical, but there's also a
1: shit ton of green screen.
6: I'm sure yeah. there's a little
0: green screen, but dude, for, for in terms of movies that have yeah. that amount of action, right. I, right. I've watched behind-the-scenes yeah. featurettes on yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, totally, totally. is—you
1: could feel that heat when that shit comes out. Yeah. You feel that heat, man. I mean, I mean there's what's... a million examples,
0: but it's always interesting to know what your brain vomits up first. For me, it became—I went Manhattan. Oh, and Dallas said Goodfellas, for some reason that made me think of. Uh... No, it was probably you, Daniel. It was probably when you said. Um, Blade Runner <laughs> because it made me think of a remake or something. But anyway, those are our answers. There's a zillion answers. Um, I think it's important uh, if you're a film lover to start to get to know cinematographers because um, they are such an enormous part of the film that you love. I mean, directors in varying degrees are are, are either super involved in the cinematography or not at all. Um and and so it really is a uh, creating the images of the movie you love so much is really a, a partnership between the director and the cinematographer. And um so it, it's take note of of who they are because their their names are important too. John Seal is the DP who shot Mad um, Max. Thank you.
1: Hey Jamie, let me ask you a question. What's yours? Well,
0: Zach kind of stole my thunder there with Fury Road. That's <laughs> not only was it great, <laughs> real, well shot, of course, um, but it's also like my my second favorite movie. So that that movie I just, did like that, that, just movie. Such an, that movie is such an that's movie such an adrenaline rush. I watch it. I watch it every year that's just great. for just because it's so good. Um. All right. What's your next question, Jamie Fullerton? Well, um, I guess this is a real quick one. Um, will Ken Jenkins been com- be coming back to Scrubs to, to y'all's podcast? Because the way his podcast episode ended, oh, that was my favorite. That oh, was amazing. The way he ended it. Because and if you, if, if the people out there haven't seen it, Donald's pra- telling Donald's giving him praise, just like he's such a great actor, he does this, he does that. And Donald, and I called Ken, him the MVP of the show, that's
1: right. I and was like, Ken, Ken, you are the MVP of the show. I mean,
0: Donald gave him a very nice thing for a couple yeah, so minutes, sincere, so sincere, so and then and then Ken with his with his gravelly voice says, on." One of the reasons I agreed to come on this podcast was to hear beautiful bullshit like that.
4: <laughs> 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 and uh, and oh, Zach, Zach,
0: Zach was in the background, just shut it off. We're done. And he yeah. was, I, I was yeah. like, you can't beat that. You we should have that. him back. Should we have him back? Joel, will you do me a favor? Do, do Why everyone, sh- do Jamie Fullerton and all the listeners a favor, find out the most Ken heavy episode and, and let's ask him. His Sarah, son. do you want to come back when we have Ken on? Yes. All right. Okay. I would
7: love it. Oh, I miss Ken.
0: Um, Ken, um, <laughs> his son was very helpful in orchestrating um, uh, getting Ken on. And uh, I'm sure he'll help us again because Ken is a barrel of laughs. Maybe right, Ken's Jamie. son could also
7: help me with the technical pieces.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jamie, it's time for everyone in Dallas's favorite segment. It's time to Fix, fix your, your Life! life. And we also have the beautiful Sarah Chalk here to help you all the way from Vancouver or Van Groovy. Don't they say Van Groovy, Sarah? Van uh, Groovy. All the groovy people do. Yeah, I've heard it called Van Groovy. Sarah has new color hair. Yeah, Sarah, what color is that?
7: Oh, it's called um, Quarantine Chic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's it your is natural. Nice.
0: Is that your natural color?
7: This has been a year and four months.
0: You haven't dyed it in a year and four months? Uh-uh. Oh, looks I like beautiful. it.
7: Um, you I have not, look beautiful. I have not dyed it in a year for months. I also left it a boot. Uh, I think it was almost a year, between I hadn't cut it. And I was just like, so annoyed with it and done. And my friend was like, if you put it in a ponytail on top of your head and you just cut the end of the ponytail, it kind of makes layers naturally.
0: Really? Did that work? So I did
7: it. I did it, and it does not make layers. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> I you don't have any else gray, though. A professional six. What's that? You have no gray. Oh, that's like Zoom. That's the uh, Zoom. I don't I, see I, it. I'm, sure there's, I'm sure there's some in there if I got close enough.
0: I'm sad to say that my beard is, like, all gray. And you can't I thought that beard. was your white-ass
7: skin. I thought that was your white-ass skin. <laughs>
0: It feels racist. Zach's
1: not laughing. He's not. That's laughing. not racist. It's true, man. I thought you were. Your
0: you're saying that my skin is as white as gray hair. I don't even have any beard <laughs> on it, dickhead. <laughs> you're such a fucking dick. All right, let's focus I on smoked Jamie, much all much right? today. I smoked I too much weed today. I smoked way too much I know. Much Sarah, he smoked <laughs> so it's much pot today. He can barely focus. It's Friday. Do it, man. <laughs> He does it on a Monday morning, Jamie. (laughs) Jamie is my kind of... Jamie, you probably don't have legal weed uh, down there uh, yet, right? No, I don't think so. Not yet. Yeah, well, yeah. It's going to take the south a smidgen longer. But Donald, it really takes advantage of the uh, recreational legal weed here in in California.
1: Eh, Go for it, right? You know, I'm going to be honest with you. Go ahead. I am trying to stop.
0: Well, it's not going well. It's not. I'm failing this. <laughs> <one very> <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> all right, Jamie. Uh, how can we? How can we fix your life? Okay. Um, now I'm glad Sarah's here too because yeah, I have a. <laughs> because as a fellow parent, I have a question. Okay. Do, did Did you all find having raising when it, or having an eight year old to be very difficult? Mm. Whenever they mm. get to about eight years old, is it? Is it very it's difficult? Always,
1: it's always difficult. Uh, I mean, yeah,
0: I'm just saying it seems to be getting
1: yeah a little, little more they, so, difficult. Yeah, there it He's very my son's seven. He's very rebellious now and very. <laughs> he's starting to uh, discover his personality and the things that makes him who he is. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he's very funny. He's very uh, immature. Mm-hmm. And very loud. And when I say immature, I don't mean immature like uh, like he's not keeping up. He's immature like his jokes, albeit they are a little bit grown for his age, are a little immature. Like, you know, what he finds funny is potty jokes and stuff like that. Well, but yeah. we find potty jokes funny and we're funny. I still five. do. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, than but, poop. Good poop ain't joke. Not, but ain't nothing like a seven year old. Telling a poop joke. What's at an the example wrong time. of one of his jokes? He'll be like, "Knock knock." Who's there? So okay, so look, we were watching Splash on Disney Plus the other night, and I remember my wife was at the beginning. It says this film has been modified because I remember when I was a kid, there's a little bit of boobie nipple slippage in Splash. Oh, I remember, I remember Daryl
0: Hannah triggering right. some things inside me. Yeah, go ahead. Right. And so we're watching the movie,
1: and they've now covered all of that. So I'm like, great, we don't have to worry about it but then the swede the swedes come to view the mermaid and i don't know if you guys remember in splash when the swedish scientists come uh eugene levy tom hanks and john candy pose as the scientists so eugene levy returns as the scientist and then john candy and tom hanks pose as the swedes but they don't speak a word of 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 swedish <laughs> right? Of the Swedish language.
4: Right.
1: And the, the guy, the guard at the gate is the guard at the door is like, you know, guys, I gotta be honest with you before you go in. I took uh Swedish lessons in college. And so I am actually kind of fluent. I'd love to practice on you guys. And so he says something and they look at each other and they're like, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. And then they, try to walk by and he's like wait hold up hold up hold up and then he says something like what are in swedish he says in sweden he says what are two guys like you doing in new york this time of year and john candy goes in swedish hey babe you know i have a 12 inch penis and then they all start laughing my son can read now Uh (laughs) he's seven yeah Right. So now everything, every joke he tells is knock knock. <laughs> <Who's there? laughs> hey, babe. hey babe. Hey <laughs> babe. Hey babe who? Hey babe. You know I have a twelve inch penis. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> that's not that's problematic. <laughs>
7: Oh. So, Jamie, all you got is is watch Splash with your kid. Yeah, there you go. Problem solved.
1: Sarah, they're, what's always your gonna be, they're always going to be that way, dude. They're always yeah. going to be difficult is my point. You're never, ever going to be comfortable in this situation mm-hmm. as a dad. Your best job, your best thing you can ever do, the best thing you can do is try to raise a good person. And they're going to annoy the shit out of you. But you gotta persevere.
0: You're the mm. adult. You're in charge. Yeah. Yeah, what about true. you, Sarah? You got any child advice, child rearing? Well, okay.
7: Life? So, Jamie, tell me what is it specifically that's happening right now.
0: Well, it's just a lot of times he, uh, we need him to do something, and he just starts to try to make jokes. He tries to just blow it off. I'll give you an example. Yesterday, his mom wanted him to put away some clothes. You know, just as something simple, and he was playing on his switch. So I told him, "Hey." He, and she said it twice. He didn't do it. I said, "Hey, hit pause on it, and you know, get these clothes put away." He says, "There's no pause button." I'm like, "Wait a second! I know how this thing works. You hit one, you hit this button, and it pauses." Yeah, but Daddy, it doesn't say pause. What's it matter? Just put
1: the clothes away. Smart kid. Uh,
0: Smart I, kid. I mean, it, Smart kids. You say can't say be mad on. at
1: that. You can't. Well, they must be, mad be trying.
0: At that. I'm guessing at that age, they're trying. They're trying to, to like, test limits. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. But it's like you're in charge, dude. Yeah, Sarah, absolutely. go ahead. Sarah, you've got Canadian's best here. Go ahead.
7: I think, you know, it's, it's at every age, there's just like another, another challenge. And it just, you're always one step behind, right? Because, yeah. you know, I have a four-year-old and an 11-year-old and obviously like at every age, it's like, Oh, I have never parented that age before and dealt with these challenges and keep in mind, like you're not just dealing with an eight-year-old, you're dealing with an eight-year-old who's in quarantine in a yep, yep. you know completely unprecedented pandemic, so the things that are coming up, I mean, I feel like you know uh, certainly in our household, it's that you know that balance of like you're trying to uh, set limits and also be compassionate for what they're going through because it's certainly we did not have to go through anything like this, and they're under so many challenges to. Uh, wrap their brains around what's happening and try not to absorb our stress over it. But what came to light for me in this pandemic was like, I thought I was like doing all of the things uh, that I thought were important in terms of making my kids contribute in the house and doing things like you're talking about, like, can you fold this laundry? Can you do that? But life is so busy. And it wasn't until it all of a sudden settled that I was like, Oh shit, we're actually not doing nearly as much as I thought we were of that. So we made that a huge priority at the beginning of the pandemic. We've got chore charts. And if you don't, like, you know, there's there's laundry and vacuuming and, you know, dishes and whatever. And if you don't do your chore, then you have to swap out. For, you can, Someone else can pick your chore the next time and make you do the bad chore, which is comp- take oh, out the compost.
0: It's like a reality and- show. I like that.
7: It's like a reality show, and and yeah, we just sort of had shit get real. Like you know, we uh, I think I thought I was saying no more than I was, and I realized I have to do that more, which is mm-hmm. not always been my strong suit. Right? How do you um, feel
1: about saying? That's a good question. How do you feel about saying no? Like I have a I don't I don't mind saying no, but I have a problem saying no. You know what I mean? Like I have an issue with being like you can't do that.
7: I, I, you know, it's interesting. I, I really thought I was great. I, I thought I was good at it. I thought I actually did that until I realized that I didn't. And so that's been a huge thing is like more boundaries, more. No, I think, you know, obviously as they get bigger and bigger, well, actually that's not true when they're little too, structure is so key and so important and feeling the, you know, the walls and the boundaries. Cause they're always looking for them. And if you don't put them there, then they're going to, they're going to just, gonna, just test, 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 test. Okay. Well, what if I can never find the pause button?
1: Um, On the Switch. And. Hey, listeners, it's been over a year since my family switched to our first Helix sleep mattress.
0: microphone for crisp, clear phone calls. Use Real Friends for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Kind is calling all flavor chasers. Hey, it's Zach here, and Kind has six new flavors for whatever you crave. Is
1: it something sweet? Try the new Seeds Fruit and Nuts bars with flavors like dark chocolate, raspberry, and pumpkin seed. They're made with sweet raspberries and cranberries. And the number one ingredient, seeds.
0: And for something savory, Kind has you covered. Try their roasted nuts and jalapeno bars. Or grab the rosemary nuts and sea salt bars. Savory snacking has never been this delicious. I know your mouth is watering. I personally love the raspberry. Mmm, Donald. Let me tell you, I could eat 10 of those a day.
1: Oh, really? Rosemary's mine. All six new bars are gluten-free and have at least five grams of protein.
0: Kind always leads with nutrient-dense ingredients like nuts. Explore all the new flavors waiting for you, like strawberry sunflower seed, orange cranberry pumpkin seed, and paprika nuts and mesquite smoked sea salt. This is the bar for people who love real food. Try all the new flavors of
1: Kind Seeds, Fruit and Nuts Bars, and Kind Savory Bars.
2: There's joy in every journey. Yeah.
1: Yo, you got you gotta you gotta take charge, man. Like mm-hmm. put the game away. That's what that's, we're learning.
0: That's what we you did. know.
1: We, we put the game away for a bit and because we were realizing that he was doing things for the game. Like everything he was doing just, was just so he could play the game. And it was like, uh, we gotta take the game completely away. So now everything you're doing is because you're doing it. And then every now and then we'll let him play. And it's mm-hmm. so much more rewarding. And then I don't have a hard time being like, get off the game. Because he knows if he says, Oh one second, one second, can I get five minutes?
7: Yeah, we, he's tried He's that never going
1: to play that shit again.
7: It's always <laughs> a negotiation. It's, there's never like, it's always like, but how about, okay, ten more minutes? Okay, five more minutes? I'll give Two you more five minutes, more,
1: more I, I say, I'll give you five more minutes, but then you can never play again.
7: Okay, I'm done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. Excellent. Um, all right. Well, Jamie, you're welcome. Uh, thanks, guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're so welcome. St- you can stay on because uh, you're you're delightful, and we love Texas. And uh, I think we're done, guys. We did the show. I want to just
1: say one last thing. Aloma was fire in this episode. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. Shout out.
0: Shout out to Aloma. Right. And, and, and um, we 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 hear you fans, and and you've said it a lot, and I see it. And Joelle is going to be on. We want to book Bob Clendenin. We want to book Johnny Castle, and we want to book um, Aloma Ken again. Wright. Aloma Wright, sorry, and we want to book Ken again. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we do all three of those uh, favorite uh, secondary characters on the same episode. That could be fun. That'd be a lot of fun, actually. We could have um, of fun. I also one want last to say shout
7: out to Judy when she said, um, "You don't have that cookie. We're getting a divorce."
4: You don't that. eat that cookie. That made me laugh out loud.
0: Right? Yeah, and I like I like it when. Um, when um Mikelso says to the uh, the guy who's given all the money regarding his son who had the light bulb up his ass, he goes, Lyle might be ready for that rough sex talk you had with your other boys. <laughs> 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 I just love the name that his name is Lyle. This is a funny picturing
7: him. Oh, and then and then Zach jumping around with the movers on the bubble wrap. Yo, I was gonna say
1: this Come earlier. Come on, Dory, and you gotta want it. it was you look like you were lifting weights back then, huh? I was you in came shape. back. In, you came back into season four in shape. You had, you had some uh, triceps there.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to get back there. I was there. I was. I had some nice definition. With you see, I put that that whatever that thing is the movers wear that supports around your waist. Mm-hmm. I had that on. looked good. <laughs> I'd hit it. All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we love you, everybody listening. Thank you for uh, for tuning in. Sarah, I don't know what to say. The amount of love that Donald and I have for you is just too much.
1: I'm really excited for your new show.
0: Yes. Plug
1: your tomorrow. show tomorrow. It's time for everybody. It comes on tomorrow, Wednesday, guys. Donald,
0: you don't remember the title name, do you? Yeah, I do. What is it called?
1: Uh, it's called uh,
7: Scrubs rerot Show. Yes, says, <laughs> I told you. Yeah. Kids, kids, I'm going to try and do like a kids. charades for Donald and act it out.
0: Kids, weed, not even once. All right, go ahead, Sarah. Plug your show. It's
7: Firefly Lane it's on It's Firefly Netflix. Lane, people. Listen, you guys Firefly know what's going to happen.
0: You're going to do the same thing you do every night. You're going to be scrolling through Netflix, scrolling through all the other services going, no, no, no. And you're going to think of my voice going, Firefly Lane. No, I'm going <laughs> to think of Sarah's voice
1: going Firefly Lane. It's right. way better.
0: Right. Firefly right. Lane.
1: Well, right. I'm going to think of Zach's voice, actually, now. Yeah. <laughs> because that was a little scary. Sarah, Sarah sell,
0: sell it in a seductive voice for the listener. No! Okay, sorry. Don't.
1: This ain't OnlyFans <laughs> Say it yet. in French,
0: Sarah.
1: It ain't OnlyFans yet.
7: Firefly Lane, c'est le, le 3 de février, uh, demain, Netflix.
0: I will watch it. Excellent, Sarah, when you're, do they ever ask you to dub yourself in French? Because they should, because you can do it.
7: They, they, they haven't. And I have offered, so I don't know if I should be offended. (laughs) They don't want to pay you that check. They don't want to pay you that check. I was like, I need to, I need to find some way to make sense of my life that I went to school in French all day from the age of five to 18 and to German school after school. So I was like, if you want, I'll do the, the dubbing in French and German. And then they didn't call. You're the rare What's person. What's
1: the most be... you've had to use your German or your French? Have you had to be like other than like vacationing to uh places where they speak said languages, what is like the most you've ever had to use it? Has it so come in handy once? Other I feel than like, like I have to junkies.
7: thank Bill Lawrence for that because I think the most I've had to use this is on, on Scrubs. You know, Bill mm-hmm. Bill would write it into the show and and I would have to what about when you do um, that's so
0: cool. that so oh good? Yeah. That was one of my That was one of my
1: favorite skits that we did. Uh, uh skits that we did when we were standing in front of the International Press Junket and Zach steps up and says, "Sarah, you know, we're because we're international, we bought our own translator and he bought you up and so Zach says some very nice things about the show and when we'll be coming on and he goes, "Now, Sarah, and then you said, and then you said it in French, and then everybody applauds. And then Zach goes, now German, and then everybody laughs. laughs and then you did it in German, and everybody applauds. And then me, I being the dumbass that. that I am, I grabbed the microphone and I said, and now in Ebonics for Shizzle Nizzle. <laughs> 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 oh my god! <laughs>
0: ah, I forgot about that. I totally
1: forgot, you're forgot that. about
0: that. All right, on that note
1: 5678 No, Sarah's supposed to do it. Daniel, no. Daniel, no. Sarah, go ahead.
7: Here's some stories
1: About a show we made About a bunch of doctors and nurses
4: and a janitor who loved to hate. I said he-
0: Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.
1: Hey, it's Donald, and Kind Snacks has six new flavors for you to crave. Flavors like rosemary, strawberry, jalapeno, and raspberry.
0: Each of the six flavors is made with number one ingredient seeds or nuts and has fruity or savory flavors, depending on what you're craving.
1: They're gluten-free with five to six grams of protein in every bar. Nutritious snacking doesn't have to be all blah and boring. The bar for people who love real food.
0: Try all the flavors. Shop on Amazon today.
1: In every pair of Tacova's boots, you can expect handmade quality. First wear comfort and timeless
0: western style. Takova's boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tacova's stores, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on
1: in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tacovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. and And don't go gently, y'all.